You Hate Movies is still active as all get out, arguing every month over at patreon.com slash youhatemovies, where for the price of a cup of coffee every month, you can get monthly movie recon, movie news, and listen as we argue with our listeners during our You Hate Mail segment. Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. What better way to summarize the entire year of 2022 than with our top 10 favorite movies of the year? If you're listening to this uh, podcast, it's on the mainstream You Hate Movies channel. Maybe you don't know that every single month we're still making You Hate Movies episodes over at Patreon. And there's a good thing and a bad thing about that, don't you think, Tyler? Yeah. The good thing is that there's episodes every month, but the bad thing is that it's kind of a narrow sample size, in fact. Most right. of the time you just hear Tyler opening up a sparkling water at the beginning of the episode and then yeah, we spend we a see lot of time talking about what, what he's flavor drinking. Patrick brings me and if it's any good. It's a mystery each time. This is a special episode. It's my favorite episode of the You Hate Movies year. And I think that we've done one every year since the inception of You Hate Movies. Is that right? Maybe I someone can so. have to fact check totally. that. Totally. So we got the band back together. The classic You Hate Movies Showbread. lineup. Mike Jensen's on the show. Hey, hey, what's up? Patrick Porter is here. Yeah, I'm here. Matt Hughes is on the show. Hey, everyone. Tyler Hands is here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bethany is already making herself crack up. <laughs> Hello. Abby Porter's on the show. Here's me. And uh, I'm Josh, and I'm here as well. We are going to each... Give our top 10 movies of 2022. No small undertaking. Has everyone prepared a list? Yep. Yeah, I have my list. Bethy's already not talking into her microphone. She hasn't been on the Please, show in so I'm long. She forgot right how it works. It. Yeah, we even gave her a tutorial before we started. You actually Please. have to sit up. You actually have to hold the microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah, Why are you being so ugly on, on this already? <laughs> you got to stay awake. Is that your way of saying <laughs> I Bethy's getting you. upset. <laughs> Yeah, that is. Aww. People are listening on their commute, and they're going, oh, she's back, and they're already giving her a hard time. This is the best. <laughs> we just really brightened somebody's morning. Uh, so, so here's the plan. We're going to go around the room and let everybody say a little bit about how they made their list uh, so you don't have to explain your choices every single time. Then we'll get right down to it. Each of us is going to pick our top ten movies of 2022, but not before we list a single honorable mention, which is Matt likes to point out every year, essentially just number 11. That's right. It is. And, just uh, your 11th one. And then the worst selection, most disappointing, crappy movie, however you want to put it. It started as biggest disappointment and eventually became biggest ball of crap. So, Mike Jensen, how'd you make your list? Uh, I made it by looking up what movies came out. And realizing, oh, I saw more than I thought. And uh, my list uh, was put together because uh, I thought, I think these are movies that I actually enjoyed. I found some of them challenging, some of them were thrilling, and they were pleasant. So that's how I came up with it. Did you count how many movies you saw in 2022? Yeah, I did. It was 37 total, including about... I think uh, 20% of those were kids' movies. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but some but, of those are good kids' movies. But kids' some movies that are, you watched, you actually were paying attention to. Yeah. The kids' movies that I knew of, it got into the 40s, but I did not 
watch all of those. So gotcha. 37, including movies. Some of them were probably just on in the room. Yes, a yeah. lot of those. A lot of those. That's a, that's a high number. You did a good For job. For me, I, it was, yeah. I was very impressed. So, yeah. <laughs> He's very good impressed with himself. Patrick, how'd you make your list? I made my list with two considerations. Uh, first viewing, how I, how I enjoyed it the first viewing, because none of these on my top ten I saw more than once. Uh, and then the second thing is that it stick with me afterwards. Some movies I had a good time with, but then forgot about right away. And some movies I didn't like so much, but it stuck with me. So I needed a good combination of the two. And then I just lined them up and started saying which one did I like better. And I just made my list and it surprised me a little bit. But that's how I did it. Nice. Did you count how many movies you saw this year? Yes, I saw 69 the 69th was the uh, viewing we just got done watching was oh, oh <laughs> man perfect, that's yeah. per- that's real perfect and what was it tell we everyone just watch beavis and butthead do the universe yes yeah for the anyway. 69th movie viewing <laughs> but wait you s- you watched it when just now just now so he had 68 before tonight oh, and then and this is from in a perfect mm-hmm. kismet <laughs> Yeah, oh, I got 69. it. 69. Yeah. yeah, that is. You planned it. I did. That was really great. Yeah, yeah, it really worked out for me. Matt, how'd you make a list? I made my list uh, largely. The biggest category was viewing pleasure. Okay, yeah, in you the moment. Pleasure. Because there's a couple on my list that I think, had I watched it with you guys, would have been higher on my list because I was like, man, this is great. But yeah. I wish I was with my friends laughing so hard. Um, and then the potential of rewatchability. Like, am I going to go back and sit and be like, yeah, in like a year or so, I would go back and I would watch that movie again and I would enjoy it again because I think that's an important factor. Mm-hmm. And again, it means that there's movies that maybe would have made it on my list, but I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't ever really want to see that again because that was an uncomfortable time. So gotcha. it didn't make the list. Tyler? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Matt, did you count how many movies you saw? uh Uh-huh, yeah. I I saw 44 this year. Nice. 44 is much higher than Mike. I mean, only by... Some, some. It's a little bit higher. (laughs) But it's lower. Matt's and Tyler's usually were like in the hundreds or something crazy. I did did noticeably watch a lot less movies this year than in a typical year because my mental health got better, so I didn't need as much escapism, and I started trying to learn a language so i started using my free time differently so Sorry. patrick are you okay yeah yeah patrick, that's true <laughs> patrick's dang, mental health dang, is dang, dang. Is there anything you want to talk uh, about do you need my <laughs> old what? my, my decision is not on trial i got <laughs> bottles of antidepressants left over you can have them no i feel fine oh okay <laughs> oh good it feels fine not dark <laughs> tyler how do you feel I feel all right. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll no, let we'll the numbers <laughs> Tell us your number. We'll see how good you are. Uh, I saw 48 films. Oh, see, yeah, you're probably pretty healthy. Yeah. I'm, what's I'm really, this is an intervention for Patrick. And then how did you pick 10 of those for your list? Uh, I, I compiled my list of 48 films and I scrolled through and I thought to myself, none of these are that good. <laughs> and I, and I, I feel like, was it a bad year for movies? Yes. I, I don't. Muchas reflecting mal. back, I, there's a lot of blockbusters in here that I thought were fine, not great. Yeah. I don't really want to put on my list. A handful of indie ones that were like, yeah, that was interesting, but I didn't really like it. It was a hard year. And then some random ones. I feel like the strongest films of the year were all horror, and so it was tough to make my list. Uh, really, I'm I'm doing it 
just as a as a gut feeling here. Oh wow! Where like uh, uh, some of the bigger titles I thought don't deserve it, and some of the smaller titles I thought left a bigger impression on me. Hmm. There you go. Okay. So I'm giving it to them because they deserve it, and I liked them more. So that's really just as well. You like it more. You like what yeah, you like. You like, that's you like. You I'm going you like Abby. the movies that you like. I'm going Abby on this list. Mm-hmm. Bethany, how many movies did you see? Did you count them? 32. 32 2022 movie yeah. releases. Yep. And so how'd you Matt's make a list? Criteria, she's the healthiest so far. Yeah, makes sense. No, she w- works too much. That's she, why she ain't she got time. She has a full-time time job. She's grown. It's a different kind of unhealthiness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, how do I make my list? I'm yeah. like a combination of the love child of Matt and Tyler. Um, well, that is an ugly baby. <laughs> I feel like no, that is I a sexy baby. I do always do it out of pleasure, sheer pleasure. That's how I live my life in the movie realm. That I just enjoyed it or whatever. But I also thought everything this year kind of sucked. Mm. So I just feel like I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess this was like best case scenario. So I well, feel like it felt easy because it was all kind of trash. Wow, doing the best you can with what you have. Yeah, and I'm great at that. Abby, how many movies did you see and how did you make your list? I saw um, 26, Healthiest of All. Dang. Yep, it's true. That's high for you, Burrs. That's real good. I saw three in theaters. Remember Whoa. That one, remember that one year you saw 11 movies? Yeah, it was 2020. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. What movies were there? We all <laughs> were dying. That was the um, year you had nowhere to go, nowhere to be. Yeah, but no movies to watch. Right. No movies were out. That's real. They were still dropping. I probably saw more movies, just not that year. Right. That makes sense. Three movies in theater. That is so good, Burrs. Yep. Cinephile. Mm -hmm. Actually, it was four. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. I just remembered one. Bumper to the top of the list. (laughs) Um, My list is made from instant enjoyment. Did I enjoy myself? And then rewatchability slightly. Some rewatchability. Would I ever watch this again? I think that's an important factor. Yeah. Or especially when you have some time and distance from the movie, you start to think to yourself, that was fun in the moment, but I haven't really thought about it much after that. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, I saw 57 movies in 2022. um, And I saw 22 of them in theaters. How about that? That's a lot of theater going. Getting that money. I know. Getting that money to theaters, I counted it up after that. That was a lot of theater haunting. And I think that I entourage Tyler on all 2022 viewings. Um, He didn't come to any of them. He spurned my friendship and inclusion. That was actually the button I pressed. Yeah, he says spurn, scorn. I was choosing not to go. (laughs) Rejection. Accept or spurn. (laughs) Uh, I did the same stuff that you guys, but I have to disagree. I thought 2022 was a great year for movies. In fact, uh, I had a really hard time making my list because I liked so many movies right, in 2022. Right. Maybe your heart was just better. <laughs> no, no. I liked a lot of the movies that I saw. In fact, I liked a lot of them uh, a lot, a lot, a lot. What? Some great stuff. Great movies in 2022. It was a good year to watch movies. And it was a good year to go to the movies. It's always uh, a good year. So I, like you guys, it was a combination of first experience how was I thrilled and hurrahed? And then, like Tyler often says, but didn't say this year, I also had to make some hard decisions based on craftsmanship and originality, and uh, and then like everyone rewatchability. Yeah, that's part of mine. Craftsmanship. 
Mm-hmm. And what? No, you already said yours. No, you yeah. just said guts. Said, it's all good. You, you can't claim mine. it now. It's too late. Josh came up with that idea. Smaller films that made a big impact, th- proving to be the more. Uh, we heard what you said. You said nothing about craftsmanship. Made. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, I guess that we, so the ideas will start with both the honorable mentions and the worst movie of the year, most disappointing movie of the year. I just want to say this because I think maybe this might go around the room. I'm just uh, trying to read everybody's mind here. But um, I had a hard time picking the worst movie of the year because I did in an effort to see all the big time or the uh, critically lauded 2022 movies, even though I did see a lot of good movies, I also saw a lot of bad ones. Sure. Uh, Some of which were mind-blowingly bad and they kept showing up on people's top ten lists. But rather than give those movies, a lot of which probably few people have even heard of, because I didn't until I went poking around for them and just to get upset by them, uh, I want to say that my worst movie of the year was just freaking Doctor Strange. Yep. Uh, because I was sitting in a movie theater looking down at, how often does that happen? It doesn't happen a whole lot, where you just keep leaning up and looking down the whole row of people to see how they're reacting, and you can see them throwing their hands up and shaking their heads. and. Uh-huh. And you can hear, you start to hear audible wows in the audience, and just an <laughs> unbelievably bad movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to double, just to remind, is that the, is that the movie we went to see together where the guy walked in front of us and he tooted? Yeah. No, and he went, no. Oh. That was Top Gun. Oh, it was Top Gun. Okay. Because yeah. I was, I was like, whatever movie no, that not. was. No, it wasn't because. Yeah, I think uh, it was. Because yeah. yeah. I was, was going to say whatever Gun. movie we went to okay. when that happened. That was a redeeming moment <laughs> in like the viewing experience. Well, Top Gun was good. Top yeah. Gun was, it was okay. Good. Yeah, it was yeah. okay. But the, it was a boring part, and the fart made the that fart. part. Exciting. And then what was great was Mike was could not hold it together. <laughs> <laughs> Mike made my Doctor Strange uh, experience a little better because he was either next to me or nearby, and I, you know, it, sometimes it makes me think of the experience of watching Dunkirk. Where you're watching uh, it and you just genuinely uh, don't know for a while. You're like, maybe yeah. I'm the only one who hates this. Mm-hmm. And then someone does something to indicate that Me. they're with you, you know? And uh, I remember turning around and looking at Bethany and being like, this sucks. And yep. she said, yeah, it's terrible. And I was like, oh, okay, that makes me feel better. But, but Patrick loved it. Yeah, he was just over there enthralled, like yeah. crying and stuff. Yeah. Nothing was even happening. He was, he was crying. like, I he was wish like, I'd fallen <laughs> in World War II. Harry Styles. <laughs> wish I could go back in time. Yeah. I had gone somewhere else in my head. Mike was, <laughs> Mike was either next to me or nearby, and I was like, hmm, I wonder if anybody else is liking this. I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where I'm, I'm the butthole that goes outside and says, that sucked. And everyone's like, what? No, that was great. And uh, Mike uh, made a sound as if he just realized that he had a whole nother's day of work ahead of him or something like that. <laughs> like he thought he was done cleaning the house and he realized he forgot a whole room or something. Mm-hmm. It was just in a random scene of the movie. He was like, uh. <laughs> 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 yeah. I was like, Oh no, no one's like it. It was very taxing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Miserable experience. That was my worst movie of the year. My honorable mention this year, it was a movie called uh, watcher. That is about a young woman who moves with her husband to Romania and um, believes she is being stalked by a killer that decapitates women, but no one believes her. In fact, the viewer doesn't know either if she is being, in fact, stalked or if she is paranoid. It was a really exciting, thrilling, cool, 
horror thriller movie starring the young lady from It Follows. Hmm. Mm, just don't care. Just watch her. Highly recommended. Mike, what was the worst movie experience this year, and what was your honorable mention? Okay, the worst movie for me was Doctor Strange as well. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, I think everything that you mentioned is right. It was asking way too much of the viewer the whole time. And uh, the Raimi, Sam Raimi's vision for this, uh, for Marvel is just, they don't fit anymore. And he's from an older time. And it was just really bizarre and off-putting it was weird it just took you out of the movie but people were making noises and wowing so everyone was there together but it was just we were on a bad trip so yeah, yeah. it's not good um honorable mention is a uh, smile smile huh mm. smile, smile. <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> no 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 sucked, stop man stop all right look here's the thing you want to know <laughs> that trailer if you went to the theater at all in 2022 <laughs> you saw the trailer yeah, that trailer smile. played a lot yeah. yeah over and over again and uh, our friend, uh, our mutual friend Kyle was like, hey, guys, you want to see a scary movie? I really want to see Smile. And me and Patrick, he was asking us, right? Yeah. And he and we, I almost laughed at him, and then I felt bad. I was like, oh, he doesn't watch scary movies. He doesn't. He's not into that. He wanted it as like a gateway. Yeah. He, yeah. Want, he really wanted to get scared. So then I thought, oh, I'm like laughing at him. I'm like, no. Yeah, we'd love to see that movie. And then we started getting kind of hyped about it, mm-hmm. and we got in there. And it was actually to me was actually good in that genre and that kind of like goofy, scary jump scare stuff. Were your expectations then, just so low that you thought, this yes, is, but I thought also this, it was like, I'm excited to have a good time with my friends and it amplified the good so time. It's like wonder woman. <laughs> but he was alone. No, no, he was alone is, for wonder. Smile woman. was better than wonder. Woman. Smile was better than wonder. Woman. <laughs> oh yeah. And it got dark. So if nobody yeah, saw it, third it got, got yeah, it got way dark, and that surprised dukes. me because those movies normally don't go that dark. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh shoot! Yeah, usually they become boring police procedurals or detective right, right, movies right. solving a mystery. Right, right. It Scooby went. Doo. It went dark, dark. So that anyway, that deserves my honorable mention. So. All right, yeah, Patrick. My uh, biggest ball of crap was Rob Zombie's The Monsters. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Did anybody see that? No, because saw, you told me how I bad saw 45 it was. minutes yeah, of it. I, I just can't believe how. I saw 45 minutes with my jaw open. Yeah. Like, it's wow. worth trying to watch just to see you, Tyler. You will not believe uh, how bad uh, this movie is. Okay. You, you said you're all into to. horror now. so Yeah, he's a I'm horror not. connoisseur. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Monsters you love and indie spooky horror stuff. movies. Yeah. Spookified. It is just I, it's trash, man. Yeah, I, I don't think that I ever want to watch Rob Zombie again. Yeah, I'm good. Well, again, what did you see by him? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's seen enough. Anyway, go check out The Monsters because it's just unbelievable. Bethany, please please watch it. I will will you not. do that for me? No, I won't. Oh. Oh, but I love you. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, My honorable mention is a little unorthodox, but I wanted to give some shine to Jackass Forever. It's a bit of a documentary. I know, but it's an honorable mention. It's not on my list. Mm. Oh, man. That is is a loophole. Okay. It's my list. It it was a great movie and a thrilling experience in the theater with friends. Right. Not just with friends. That whole theater was ready to have a good time. The opening title screen to the very end and then we kept talking about it for days after that yeah godzilla people started cheering when the lights went down yeah Yeah. have you seen jackass forever no that was one of my favorite godzilla attacking a tiny town but it's really a penis painted green (laughs) 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 got it oh man that someone's controlling it with 
Strings? Yeah. 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 Oh, Every no. now and then the camera pans out and you can see what <laughs> doing. <laughs> no. See, we're laughing about it still. Yeah, that, that would have been on my list if I'd seen that. Oh. You didn't see that movie? No, I didn't see oh, it. Oh, man, it's somewhere you can watch it. Oh, and you can watch 4.5. It's almost as good as the movie itself. Yeah. yeah. All right, Matt, what about you? Uh, my biggest ball of crap was Doctor Strange. The hard thing about that was I watched it with y'all and had had an okay time because there was a shared mutual suffering, mm-hmm. which yeah, helps. that made it funny. You know, we were like, this is funny because we're all aware that this is so stupid. And then my 13-year-old and my 9-year-old were like, we really want to see it. And so I had to pretend like it wasn't a sack of crap and be like, okay, I'll pay another $30 to go see this movie I don't ever want to see again. And then at the end, my 13-year-old was like, dad, that was awesome. And I had to do a very careful like parenting. Don't quash your kid by saying your opinion is trash and you're an idiot and don't know anything about movies, but internally be like, you're stupid because that sucks. Wow. But also I was like, (laughs) hey, if you like that, in a couple of years, we can watch The Evil Dead. Um, cause it's, it's better than that. Um, that was my biggest ball of crap and I had to see it twice. Honorable mention goes to a movie called Speak No Evil, which is a scary movie and I very much enjoyed watching it. Not, that's not the right word. Enjoyed. I, I watched it and felt emotions while I watched it, <laughs> but I, I never, ever want to see that movie again, ever. Which is why it's not on my list because it has no rewatchability. <laughs> because I never so it was ever. So scary. It was just horrible. It was a horrible thing that I don't want to see uh, again ever. Uh, so it's lower than maybe it would be if it wasn't quite so bleak. Mm. All right, Tyler, top that. Worst movie of the year. It was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Wow. <laughs> wow, it's going for a shutout. <laughs> just painful. Just garbage. Insulting. It was... I don't want to relive that experience again. Uh, it was so bad. Uh, my honorable mention is a film called Barbarian. Uh, I thought the movie, in all, deserves, deserves a little respect for being so unexpected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I think it had my favorite scene of the whole year, where Justin Long, you know, enters the the film and he's got this great scene with a tape measure that really just brought a lot of delight to my life. It was yep. very funny. Yeah, uh, not was. to spoil it more than that, but it's just it was really a fantastic moment in yeah, all of great. in all of horror movie history. That is just so good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, his his that part elevates the movie several. Like, it takes you know, it. Yeah. At first, you're like, okay, I'm in. This seems interesting. Uh, you think you know where it's going, and then it it throws you, and then they bring in Justin Long, and they're like, you got to. This is this is a whole nother level. Yep, he was great. That I did not expect. That was so fun, and then it ends, and you're like, oh, geez, that was just all over the place. Yeah, yeah, in a great way. That's a great but movie. it was fun. I really love movies where you don't know where it's going because so many movies these days you can you can guess. Mm-hmm. But not being even able to guess is a lot of fun. Yes, yeah. Barbarian definitely uh, boasts a lot of unpredictability. <laughs> Every five minutes. Bethany. Yeah. Yep. 
What was your least favorite movie experience this year? I too had Doctor Strange. My gosh, it and I love bad, Cumberbatch, bad. but that was trash. So that was that one, and then my honorable mention, which I don't think will be on anyone's list here, uh, is Downton Abbey: A New Era. <laughs> Where they find out about Maggie Smith's sordid past I and friends. I very much enjoyed. I also want to throw out there. Listen, I love Downton Abbey, yeah. so I support you okay. in your Downton Abbey. Thank you. I just haven't seen it. Yeah, it's good. No, it's better than the other movie, and I just appreciate it so much. I had a nice time seeing it. I also, I'm not allowed to do this. this is what they told me, but I also think Otto is going to be on my list. You haven't seen it. Yeah. I know, but I'm pretty sure it's going to no, be on there. It's not, not even called. You've Otto. done that before I know, I'm just and it didn't you. go well I'm just it's, it's not called, called Otto. the name of the a movie is a man called Otto <laughs> that's the I one I also think Otto <laughs> <laughs> anyway those are mine you have not seen it I don't care I already saw the trailer based on trailers the first suicide squad would have been on my list and I love Tom that's it. For our listeners that don't remember, there was a year that Bethany uh, put on her straight up list, <laughs> I think number 10, yep. her favorite movie of the year was the David O. Russell <laughs> film, Joy, and she had not seen it. But she said she just knew, she just knew that was going to be one of her favorites of the year. We were baffled, we discouraged her from, she wouldn't back down from it. And then she didn't like Joy. No. <laughs> in fact, in fact, I, it hated wasn't it. that I didn't like it, I just got triggered in it. <laughs> 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 trauma, so I was like, oh, that's not good. Abby, what was the worst movie and what was your honorable mention? Um, I'm going to have to break the run because I no, didn't see Patrick Doctor Strange. Oh, um, for me, it was Triangle of Sadness. What? It was boring. It yeah, was terrible. That's the worst movie you saw all year? Oh, for sure. Oh, wow. You should see the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Get Doctor Strange on Blu-ray. Um, and then my honorable mention was, I need to look. Oh, The Lost City. Yes. Good job. Standard Bullock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Channy, sure. I think I've seen it three times. Whoa. That's a lot of rewatchability. Whoa, that is. It does have high rewatchability. It's, it's fu- nice. It's, it's fun. funny. It's fun and it's funny. It's a funny. It's a funny rom com. Mm-hmm. I applaud that. So that's that. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're into the actual list. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Oh yeah, let's do it. My tenth favorite movie of 2022 was a Danish movie called Speak No Evil. Uh, I didn't actually like the movie. What? What's to like? Yeah, I didn't like it, and I didn't enjoy it. In fact, uh, it kept me up. I, c- I had a hard time falling asleep after watching it. I was because so you were bothered scared. It. No, it's not scary. It's just uh, it, it's very upsetting. Yeah. Uh, like what? It, like the movie it? is about a um, small family that befriends on a trip to Italy a Dutch family, who then invites them over to their home in the country. Uh, even though they don't know them very well. And rather than be, quote-unquote, impolite, they accept their invitation and go to stay with them over the weekend, and some bad things start to happen. Uh, This movie was so well done in what it sets out to do that I had to put it on the list. uh, I just don't know many movies that are that effective in their mission to upset the viewer 
it's almost like the movie sets out to be the kind of movie that when it's over, you say, I don't ever want to see that again. Mm-hmm. And it did that for me. I didn't like it. I didn't have a good time watching it. I was very uncomfortable the whole time, and I was miserable when it was over. For a movie to have that much power of the viewer is pretty impressive. So I'm giving it a sheer craftsmanship award uh, in its storytelling and satire and effective misery. Speak no evil. Mike, check it out. I feel uncomfortable just <laughs> listening to that. Mike he, couldn't handle it. He also almost turned it off halfway through. Like, was, like, getting the remote. So that says something, too. It's true, yeah. What, I, yeah, what pulled you away from doing that? Well, it was kind of at the end. It was just a few days ago, and I'm really trying to jam movies right. at the end there. So I thought to myself, if this is going to be one of those, because... Like Abby said, I also didn't enjoy Triangle of Sadness, but it was the last thing on my list, so I just finished it. But I, it, you've finished a lot of these movies that are on top ten lists and go, God, why? That was just two hours and six dollars. I'll never get back. So I was thinking, if this turns out to be crap, I'm just going to jump to an, another one. Uh, but then stuff st- like something icky started to happen, and I was like, wait, what? And I was glued to it, transfixed to it. And miserable until it was over. I and hate that you're talking about it because it's making you me become about cr- it. increasingly upset. As, as Tyler, that sounds like a challenge to you <laughs> to watch it. Tyler, Tyler can't handle it. <laughs> Mike, right. what was your tenth favorite uh, movie of 2022? The Northman. Uh, at first, when I was watching the movie, I don't know if I was enjoying it, and then, kind of as I came away from it, I it started to sit with me more and more. It's ultra violent, ultra dark. And it kind of gives you the creeps, or gave me the creeps. So I was ultra swole. <laughs> yes, ultra swole. Um, there's not much to say about. I mean, it's like a, you know, the the story is atypical as far as like uh, you know weird family drama and weird stuff like that. But as far as it's sitting with me, it sat with me, and that's why it's my number ten. That's a cool movie. Yeah, that's one of those uh, movies that'll probably cease to exist in the coming years where. They give an auteur director right. a big budget yep. to make the kind of movie that no one's going to go see in the theaters. Because The Northman also performed poorly at the box office, yeah. like most grown-up movies in 2022. It's a shame. Uh, but it is a shame, because those are fun to see. It's almost like, uh, you remember when we all saw Annihilation, and we had our nitpicks of it, but we all kept saying, but we're glad that movies like this exist. That, that bear. Movie. That yeah. bear, you know? That bear. Oh, that, bear. that was great. Yeah. So, Patrick, what was your 10th favorite movie? My 10th favorite movie was RRR, <laughs> Rise, Roar, Revolt. Is that what the acronym is? Yeah. I oh, think okay. it's different for different countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this uh, Indian movie that's taken the world by storm. It's not Bollywood. It's like another... It's Tollywood. Tollywood. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't understand. It's up higher, so it's is, taller. Is that what it is? No, it's from southern India. <laughs> oh, it's, it's different, different, language. different language. It's, it's not in Hindi. It's in Tamil. Oh. Yeah. T- Tamil. I don't know how to say that word. Right. I've only ever seen it written down. And then ones released in the fall. Those are Follywoods. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Dolly Parton's and it's Dollywoods. Um, no, that's her theme park. <laughs> I know. Oh, right. Yeah. It, only, it only plays there. Yeah. <clears throat> but this three-hour movie, I would really recommend anybody watching it because, Bethany, you would love this thing. It's got the most over-the-top action scenes you would ever imagine. Okay. And then it goes and into... 
insane dance sequences that that. go for like 20 minutes then action scenes then they stop and start singing to the camera everything that's happened so far and what they think might happen in the rest of the movie the movie keeps going wow it just repeats itself over and over again until it escalates into the biggest ending in the world does the version you watched was it dubbed uh i watched subtitles oh really so you're just reading the lyrics yes oh interesting but hearing them sing in in a cool language that isn't english oh because number 10 on my list is RRR. Yeah. Yeah. Man, and we, All right. So Matt and I were talking about it. It would have been higher on the list yes. had we watched this together because I kept looking around like with somebody. To, Can you believe what's yeah. happening right now? And it was just me. I watched it when so I was sad. sick in my in my room alone with COVID. And I was like, I know that this movie would be just a hit with my friends. Mm-hmm. I wish they were here with me and I wasn't so lonely. He was sick and his draws doing risky business to the RRR. That's movie. right. I was trying to dance and coughing <laughs> up along. <laughs> yeah. These guys are dancing like crazy. It I've is never bo- seen anything in like, like it. dress pants. Yeah. And it's hot there and they're doing it and it's all they're kicking up dust and it looks cool. There's CG tigers being fought. At one point a dude throws a CG wolf at another dude. It is Immense to the coolest yeah. soundtrack. Ben, if you're going to react favorably, do it on the microphone. We give me a call if they throw a real wolf. It might have <laughs> been a real wolf that they see. The movie over starts the top. with a disclaimer saying all the animals in the movie are CG. That's right. It does. Just nice. in case you're to take us out of it. <laughs> yeah, there is so much animal violence in this movie. <laughs> I mean, lot. animals doing violence to people. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's a real cannibal holocaust situation. No, it's not the cannibal holocaust situation. Yo, it is a good time. And I I will, if someone, one of my friends says, hey, did you see that movie? I want to watch it. I would watch it with them. I would too. Where is it? What's it on? Netflix, baby. Netflix. Mm -hmm. RRR. Yep. Abby, you can watch it in sections. Because it it, it kind of plays like episodes. It does have chapters kind of built into it. Abby doesn't appreciate a long movie. I know. That's what I'm saying. She could break it up. Yeah, I could watch it over three nights. Oh, yeah. Unless it's Titanic, and then she's fine with it. Yeah, I love Titanic. Titanic's great. Well, of course. The best. Tyler, what was your number 10? Coming in at number 10 for me The deep breath and everything. And again, these... uh, (laughs) My choices were unexpected. I've got some real... We like being surprised. Yeah, I've, I've so you picked Barbarian as an honorable mention and just start it like a motif. Yes, you're going to shock us. <laughs> no, I don't know how shocked you'll be, but it is a motif where n- none of these are blockbuster films. It's already a spoiler, um, and they are, they they were surprising to me. I feel like so many of the good movies just aren't marketed well or not talked about. I don't know what it is, but the number ten on my list is a, a small film called The Wonder. Oh, the Netflix starring thing. um yeah it's just it's Netflix. Not, I only have ever seen the thumbnail. I saw the opening. Josiah sent us the opening thing. Yeah, the opening is very. Was oh, that where the set turns into the yes. actual? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I, I saw that movie. Wait, I saw that too. Yeah, the it's very the, odd. Forty five this year. Oh, <laughs> everybody's numbers are going <laughs> Here we up. Go. He's added to the list. <laughs> Who's in it? Florence uh, Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah, and she's yeah. about the kid who. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. The, the premise is about a kid yeah. who allegedly hasn't that. eaten anything for months, yeah. and they send a nurse and a nun to figure out what's going so on. so dark, though. That was such a weirdly dark It's movie. very dark and very odd, yes. but the, I feel like the uh, point, like the story, <laughs> the story, the, the whole message of the film lands really well, in my opinion, because it's... 
to, I don't want to spoil it too much, but the, the idea is that it's about the stories we tell ourselves. Yeah. So it's like, here are two perspectives of one, one clear narrative, but then they, they take it to another level and make it very clear that we're watching a story. So the whole thing really reveals itself well. And I was impressed by it in the end. And I found it su- surprising and understated and profound. I I remember I, when I got done with that movie thinking, I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I went yeah. to bed and was like, I don't feel good after watching that movie. It was like I was laboring through the yeah. movie or something, like waiting for something to turn. Yeah, it's dark and, and weird. Yeah. But then a uh, unique emphasis on the wonder is named after the way we value children as part of its whole commentary. And I thought it was really nice. It was good. Well, not good enough for Matt and Bethany to remember they had seen it. I didn't realize it came I out. I didn't this know year. the name. I didn't know the name, but I did what? think it was. How about did that it? happen to you that you watched a movie whose I name? was in bed. Oh, sure, okay. sure. So, yeah, then, then you can't know. read titles when you're in bed. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this because I thought it was like English or something. It's a know? period piece. <laughs> A period piece, which I love. It's Irish. It's Irish. Yeah, Irish. It's next door to England. Yeah, which I love. Florence Pugh when is, I, thought, Florence I mean, Pugh is When English. I say that, I mean UK. Anyway. Bethany, what was your number 10? Uh, I gave my number 10 slot to the new Father of the Bride. Um, <laughs> if you, <laughs> what? If you know me, you know that I... Father of the Bride 1 and 2 are like some of my favorite movies sure. in the world. That's well, a fun watch. That's fair. And you know, I, I watched this one and I liked it. I was like, this is a good time. Like I said from the beginning, my movies are all set on like, did I have a nice time? And we struggled this year. I didn't have a lot of options. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was, I'm going to give it to it. I feel like what didn't work in Father of the Bride, the new parentheses one. 2022, yeah. is that when you're watching the, the original, it's not even in the original. Steve Martin's is also a remake, but the Steve Martin right. one, he's likable and charming, even though he's being dumb. Yeah. Andy, Andy Garcia's character is not quite as likable. I think you have a cultural lens there. Oh, that wow. is racist. Racist. Oh, wow. racist. I, mean, wow. I, maybe, I think no. maybe just I'm just saying <laughs> like we have to accept that it's a different <laughs> cultural lens through that which we're watching this and enjoying it. And I, I just thought it was a feel good. It was nice. But is Martin Short in it? No. no. Oh, what's the point? I know, the and Martin he's Short, my dream. The Martin Short character is is played by um, what's her name from SNL? Yeah, uh, Chloe. Chloe Feynman. Feynman. Yeah, and she's good. She's good. Yeah. But does she say George Box? No. no she's Nobody. A, she's a Gen Z type. Yeah. Oh. No. It's like fine. It's like it was number ten. It was like I enjoyed it, and I. It's an homage to my one of my favorite movies in the world. Respect. That's fair. Abby, what was your number 10? My number 10 was Jurassic World Dominion. Because that's the one one of the movies I saw in theaters. And I enjoyed myself. I enjoyed the experience. You liked all them big bugs? Yeah. I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> all right. That's the 10th lo- goodest. Mm. The 10th goodest, yeah. Honestly, that was maybe... I forgot about that. That was Dominion. in the pit for me. Wow, what do you? How do you feel about that? They're hating on your decision. Pit. It was um, almost my. It was in Oh, I feel like that's okay if you hate my decision. I didn't see many good movies. Yeah, I don't. That's again. Fair. She didn't have a ton to pick from, I didn't. and she had got to go to the movies, which well, is totally fun. Bethany, yeah. Abby is getting really mad at you. No, I'm not we upset. We love each other. No. 
Yeah. She's pretty worked up. Y'all are looking daggers Our listeners at each other know over that she's losing it over here. <laughs> she's really losing it. Uh, number nine. You guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. My ninth favorite movie of the year was a movie called Resurrection. Uh, that is about a woman who believes that a man who abused her when she was very young has suddenly reappeared in her life and uh, is doing terrible things. And it was shockingly horrifying. It's one of these movies that starts a certain way and is almost... uh, Aesthetically presenting itself as more like a mystery thriller kind of thing, and suddenly deviates into deep horror. Yeah, I could see if somebody like Bethany said Joy was triggering this. I could see how people could be yeah. like certain people probably couldn't watch this because it was a very the hard movies to, are, the concept was very troubling. These movies are real life for people yeah, yeah. and in my job, and so that's why I'm like, oh, it sounds horrible. All three of yours, Josh, are very. But are you okay? Uh, yeah. So my far, your list, list is, is almost all very dark. Oh man, uh, you had a hard year. Scary. The abuser is played by Tim Roth, who's a fantastic oh, actor. He's and very good. He's it was one this. of his finest performances yeah. for me. Wow. Uh, Patrick told me about it. I didn't even know about this movie. He said, uh, uh, as he's trying to catch up on his list, he says to me, he says, check out this movie called Resurrection. I said, oh, I'll give it a shot. I didn't look at a trailer or anything. And I was uh, pretty impressed by it and riveted from start to finish. And it delivers on all its dark potential. Pretty upsetting. Pretty upsetting. upsetting. I like getting upset by movies. You do. Wowzers. Patrick's the movie master. He'll give you movie recommendations. With it was a great recommendation. Yeah, I was grateful for it. Mike, what was your next? <laughs> next on the list, your number, what is this? Uh, yeah. Nine. Uh, the Menu. The Menu. Okay, oh, yeah. another movie. Yeah, it is. With, uh, with, 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 <laughs> That's with, true. Uh, if you saw any movie, you saw this trailer in front of the movie. And uh, it was one of those movies where I thought it was going to be garbage. And a bunch of us went to see it. And it was wonderful. It made me laugh, and it shocked me at a few parts, mm-hmm. and then it was uh, suspenseful in yeah. other parts. And so I thought it's kind of a, a bottle movie. You know, it's in basically one small location, but it works really well. And I thought the, yeah, I thought the acting and everything was good with it too. Nothing stood out. Um, that was bothersome. It was all good. Yeah, yeah there was nothing. Nit- yeah, exactly. Those kind of movies. I thought it would be like you go into it, and there would be nitpicky things, but nothing stood out to me. I've seen it twice now, and I enjoyed it both times. I was glad we got to see that together uh, because we all had a very um, tastefully raucous reaction to it, which made it a lot of fun mm-hmm. to see it in a theater with other people. Mm-hmm. Patrick, what's your number nine? My number nine was an uplifting movie called Speak No Evil. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys have seen this, it's the kind of like... I've heard of it. They already said it well, but it's the kind of thing you're locked into right when it starts, and then you just can't turn away even though you really, really want to, and you're uncomfortable the entire time, and you're angry that what's happening and that you're still watching it, and then as it goes, you just get more angry with it, (laughs) and then, man... 
that's mine. <laughs> I think um, it would be funny to watch Mike watch it because I guarantee also, he would watch it he completely would under his complete, hoodie. Yeah, he couldn't handle <laughs> with it. one eye. I already feel a little <laughs> weird just hearing about it so much. Yeah. What's funny about something like Speak No Evil and it's hard to explain to people is that me and Mike went and saw you know the what was touted as the most brutal slasher movie ever made in a theater this year. And it was really disgusting. Probably one of the most violent movies I've ever seen. This clown movie called Terrifier 2. Yeah, very silly. Yes. It's one thing to try to freak people out by showing just the most vicious torture you can possibly imagine and making the audience go, ew, ew, ew. It's another thing to make people feel that in their hearts when there's not any blood or guts on the screen. Right. There's this horrifying ideas that are like, out there like is it is it gonna oh it's doing it oh no oh oh it's still going even further than you know and it check it out Mike. Going down that road. speak that no way. evil cool mm. matt what was your number nine uh my number nine is what i am pleased to announce is a new addition to the christmas rotation the movie violent night Ooh, oh wow. i missed it this year was, it was oh good. man i went to I'm see glad it. you didn't say spirited <laughs> I thought maybe you were. No, I'm never seeing that movie again. That was a uh, Dookie Rings. Um, Violent it was Night. Not Dookie Rings. It, it was, was okay. No, nah, it was real bad. Man, Violent Night was so funny. There was, I will say this, the third act did drag a little bit, but man, it was, it was almost what I wanted David Harbour's Hellboy to be, but at Christmas time. Great, because the Hellboy was the terrible. Hellboy was trash. But I'm like, he's he's abrasive. It's real violent. There's a lot of butt whooping. He's Santa. He's Santa. He's, so he's all in red. He's all exactly. He's got some real righteous tattoos, and uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. I'm excited for next Christmas so I can watch it again. Me and Tyler saw the uh, Red Band trailer before the menu, and uh, we looked at each other, and he said, "This is probably showing all the best kills." Remember that? Yeah. It was the red band, so we stopped yeah. watching it. It was just clearly a sizzle reel of all the best violence in the movie. That was a lot of good violence. Mm. Candy can, you know, oh, stabs. That was, I mean, I knew I knew it was happening, but man, I was still glad to see it. Yeah. You know. I'm excited to see it this next Christmas season. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it next Christmas. Tyler, what was months. your number nine? Number nine was a <laughs> very courageous film that I thought would likely be real dumb, but have some fun laughs, and turned out to be a solid action film. Uh, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah. yeah. That was really fun. I appreciated Nicolas Cage's, you know, uh, willingness to participate in that. He really went for it. And, you know, laugh at himself. Apparently, he had nothing to do with the writing. He okay. just, he agreed to do it after they asked him a few times. And I thought, It'd be hard to do a movie like this in this way with so much nostalgia and a very specific type of actor just playing himself. You can't do it with any other actor. No one's as likable and insane as he is. Likable is a strong word. You Lovable. Everybody. Lovable. I do Lovable not like Nicholas Cage. A national treasure. Everybody if you will. loves no. 90s Cage. No. Even if you hated him back then, you you loved to hate him. No. I'm now sorry. he's just nuts. In Conair, he is a next level good. The Rock? Face off, no. gone in sixty seconds. No. It's a funny Arizona. No, I think he's a terrible actor. Well, that's okay. that, well, that's sure. Right. There's a different time. I don't think he's a terrible well, actor. He's a, terrible he's a dynamic actor. actor that has done really compelling performances. Have you seen 
pig or yes. uh, adaptation. Raising yes. Arizona. Dog eat dog. Family man. Yes. Dog eat dog. <laughs> the dog. The the I was thinking about <laughs> what's the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and that. Yeah. Is Willem Dafoe in that? Yes. Yeah. He's, well, in the, he's in the ketchup fight. From the director of uh, First Reformed. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I remember that and watching it in your old apartment and I think it's a fever dream because it can't have <laughs> been sucked. real. Yeah, it's really so bad. Sorry. So you like the unbearable weight of Massive Town. Yes, but the real star was Pedro Pascal. He did. He was just, just, yeah. just, just the movie. He was great. He yeah. is great. Yeah, I've yet to see him be in something where I haven't gone, I'm glad he's an yeah. actor. And and the meta comedy was fantastic. I thought all of it was a lot of fun. It was a great movie. Bethany's a little closed-minded on matters of these kinds. Yeah, I don't care for Nick Cage. Period. What about Pedro Pascal? I don't even know who that is. Ooh, racist. Yikes. Okay. Yikes. That's cultural lens that blinds you yeah. to. Uh, you can't use it against me. I was just naming something that's true in your life. Oh, oh my gosh! It should be true in your life. <laughs> they should have cast Pedro Pascal to play the father and father of the bride. He would be Probably. very likable. Be funny. He's funny. Yeah. yeah. Bethany, what was your like number that? nine? <laughs> um, uh, something that's on anyone's list, maybe Abby's. The only hope. Uh, but I put where the crawdads sing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I actually started watching it today, but I didn't finish it. Did so you read the book? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love. Of course the book, you did. She's a white and that lady. That movie gave me everything I wanted from the book. Okay, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every second of it, and I thought this was feel good. The summer, it was a summer movie. I just, I had a great time. Um, yeah, I haven't finished it. That man is the boy Tate. Yeah, or something like he's in Triangle of Sadness. Oh, yeah. See you guys. Anyway, I'm here to bring. Which dude in Triangle Sadness? The influencer. Oh, okay. The model or whatever. Yeah. Where the crawdads sing. I thought it was great. So and let me ask you, you a question. Then, you want, Beth, this, this is a real question. I'm not being facetious. So this is obviously an international bestseller. This mom mom novel, mom fiction, white lady book. Uh-huh. Is uh huh. Is it a Witherspoon official select? Yep. Yep. So it's a beloved book, right? but people really didn't like the movie. It was very poorly received. Why do you think that is, being someone who liked both? Was it not a faithful adaptation? Or did I feel something like it was a faithful adaptation. I don't know. Hmm. I feel like maybe, I think people had really emotional experiences when reading it the first time. Do you think and it's think that whole, this is not exactly yeah, like you. Yeah. You couldn't catch what you felt the first time. I think the book was darker then they made the movie. Yeah, because, but I mean, they did some of the stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. but I do think, I think it could have been a little bit darker. Where, I couldn't have handled it. Where do the crawdads sing? <clears throat> in, in North Carolina. Yeah, down there. Uh, down there? Mm-hmm. Over there? Are down, we on there? Down where the crawdads sing. <laughs> uh, down it's there. actually well, a quote in the movie. Yeah. They say it in the movie. Um, uh, her mother said it to her. <laughs> I can't go into it. Oh, okay, got it. I fully understand but why it's on your list. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm just. It was. A, it was good. And I know you. It's like you guys watch these dark. I could never watch them movies. And well, I guess this attitude. is the other side. You know, for you guys. <laughs> okay. The, the flip the side of our horror. I'm movies. not hating on it. There you go. Yeah. Okay. You liked a movie in 2022. No. Good for you. Okay. So, I'm Abby, what was your number man. nine? My number nine. And honestly, it probably could have been like number two. 
<laughs> Why isn't it? That's a big it? jump. Yeah. I don't know. I made my list fast, but <laughs> it's, it's uh, the gray man. Wait, oh. that Ryan. Oh, brothers. <laughs> it was Which very Ryan enjoyable. It? It's it's Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Chris Evans. Horror, Chris Evans. Uh, yeah. Action oh. movie. Mm-hmm. Did Kay. you see it? No, but it sounds good. Oh, it was great. I like Ryan and I like Chris. And Anna's in it. Oh, the Armas. Yep. Yep, she is. Okay. And it was just very fun to watch. All right. I would watch it again. Dang. 10 out of 10. Number okay. nine. <laughs> and number two. You know what I liked about The Gray Man? So it's a Netflix movie. You can't go see this in a theater. You're going to have to watch it at your house. It honestly reminded me of an era in the late 90s and early 80s when you would see these action movies because stuff was coming back out on DVD. And you'd go to somebody's house and they'd be like, oh, we got clear and present danger. <laughs> or they'd be like, we got enemy of the state. Oh, yeah. oh You know what like I mean? Oh, yeah. Dang. And then they'd put okay, in these like, like espionage yeah. oh, thrillers. Oh, man. I freaking loved yeah. enemy of the state. I'm yeah, yeah. And then Ryan you'd see right these now, action know? movies that you might have missed at uh-huh. the time. Or like, we got Air Force One. And you'd be like, oh, okay. And then so you'd be at somebody's house and watching these. And that's how it, it felt. It felt like a dad action movie. I, I'm, I enjoyed it, too. I'm I think it's totally worth watching. Yeah, is Honestly, it's really good. I love Air Force One. Is it in the state, the one Will Smith's looking for yep. his blender? Yeah, that's uh-huh. my blender. Gene, Gene Hackman's in there? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. I think it's a, uh, I mean, it's not like self-aware stupid, but it knows that it's just trying to be like an ac- um, action movie. Not like maybe it was over the top of something like the Hemsworth franchise, the Extraction Point, a little more tasteful. It was good. Cool. The Gray Mans. And get ready, because there's a whole franchise of them coming, apparently. Okay. Number eight, you guys ready? Colors. We're moving on to number eight now. Yeah, let's do All it. Right. Everybody yeah, brace man. themselves. Uh, my eighth favorite movie of 2022 was Tar, starring Kate Blanchett. Also a dark movie. Yes. Uh, Tar is about a very successful EGOT composer that might also be a groomer and predator of young girls. Yeah, sounds like another one I don't want to see. She might be a groomer and predator of young girls. And the movie like kind of addresses and lampoons all kinds of things like cancel culture and identity politics, but all packaged in this really like dark, sophisticated melodrama. Uh, it was the kind of thing where I couldn't sleep after watching Tar either, and not because it was scary or particularly upsetting, but it was really, really brain-bendy and haunting. When it was over, I just kept laying in bed, looking at the ceiling in the dark, going, "Oh man, I wonder if this was the, you know." There's like, ambiguities that leave you with questions, right? Yes, yeah, the but they're sad. They're satisfying. They're almost like questions you don't want answered. Or yeah, right. it's the storytelling. It's there's quick cuts and unresolved scenes that you realize or you think they're just progressing the the scene quickly, mm-hmm. but no, there's there's actually conclusions in there that you miss. Yep. Based on it, but you have to pay attention. It's kind of like give it a second watch and it'll right. all come together. And there's like yeah. even seems like gaps in the narrative to let you try to fill in the gaps to yeah. get to the next part. Right. The next scene reveals what you missed in the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, so much so that the next morning I was still talking about it with Abby and th- saying things like, oh, you know what? I think that now I remember when this character said mm-hmm. this and kind of making connections. And I thought it was really brave, especially in this day and age. Um, to have a really morally ambiguous movie that kind of 
puts a lot of crap into the viewer's lap and says, you just kind of have to make up your own mind about mm-hmm. who is good or bad or neither in this movie or in this story. And, you know, people are really hyping up Blanchett's uh, performance. And she really did. She showed up to act as this character. She, she did, did really well. A fantastic performance. Probably deserves all those awards she's yeah, won. Yeah, she doesn't look, she just looks like herself but you keep forgetting it's her because yeah. she just turns she, yeah she, she makes a new she disappears into is this the, the one she's like a music teacher or something mm-hmm. composer composer yeah. she's yeah. a composer yes well a composer and uh, maestro yeah mm-hmm. there is a scene where she's a guest she guest teaches a class at juilliard it's one of the yeah. better scenes in the movie mm-hmm. okay. it is yeah uh, one one shot it's one shot and it's yep. astonishing yeah it really is yeah. it's similar to black swan it's not oh very yeah. upsetting okay you might like it. Black Swan is Black upsetting. Swan is infinitely more upsetting than yeah. Tar. But no, tonally and aesthetically, it's similar to Black Swan, especially kind of like a descent uh, into madness in the high art world presented yeah. with a lot of like uh, cinematic integrity. I, it was great. I really liked Tar. Mike, what was your eighth favorite movie of 2022? Uh, the movie called Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was, um, it was the movie dark. called. It was <laughs> it was dark. That's it might be my darkest on here, but it was dark. It it um, uh, I can still think about it right now and be right there seeing some of those scenes. Uh, it's unbelievable kind of, visuals in this yeah. movie. Yes, hey, <laughs> Mike and I were watching this in the theater, <laughs> and at one point I was watching it, just watching, taking it in, and Mike taps me and says, "I know you see that because <laughs> it was just unbelievable." Stuff yeah. we're so it, it it's subtle at first and then it just starts ramping up and when it ramps up you're already committed and in it and so you're just along for the ride at that point and it's it's disturbing um but not just not so unsettling it's disturbing and then gets weird and then the, the weirdness is kind of fun at that point so from the director of ex machina and uh annihilation mm-hmm so yeah. this guy's on a promising cinematic trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Movie Patrick just texted me and said, hey, I'm going to see this. Come see it. And then, so thanks, yep. Patrick. Man, yep, you're welcome. Mr. Movie. Mr. Movie. Well, he saw 69, so. Hey, Mr. Movie, what was your eighth favorite? My eighth favorite was The Northman. Um, Interesting. The Swoleman. I thought The Northman was kind of disappointing. I didn't think it was disappointing. I the uh, Clearly, it's his number eight. The the turns it took yeah. uh, surprised me because it starts out in a very uh, interesting way that, you know, like I was really excited about it. And then it kind of, like Matt said one time, he gets a bad haircut and then it just stays that way for a while. He's all shredded and looks that so That really cool. bothered me. Why'd they put him in that lame hair for most of the movie? Yeah. Lame hair and then that big smock. I'm like, he didn't even need to get cut. He's just in that big sack with that bowl cut. I'm like, man. So he had to come back for reshoots. Looked like, some, looked like some homeschool kid. He had to do his nudie fight at the end. That's true. Thank Which goodness. was an astonishing scene. Very yeah. cool. I just, uh, the whole thing, I did not expect it. And it got really weird at times, which I appreciated. And then uh, it stuck with me. For the next few days, I kept thinking, that was a weird thing they did with that movie. I didn't expect it to have such bad filmmaking in it. Wow. No, that, well, I didn't. I don't what? think it did. What? There, uh, did we do an episode on the Northman? Uh, we d- in one of our recon episodes. Oh, basically, we did. A, yeah, we spent the whole so episode arguing about the, the Northman. Patreon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I really laid into it in that Patreon yeah, but episode. You were way off. I think you just no. Missing I was for the trees. I know? convinced you. I think that you might need to go back. And now his to big it. beef was about the scene where they're like, 
slitting throats to try to find this guy and he's like hey and they turn around he's just been like in plain sight in the middle of a hill the whole time <laughs> there's no trees or yeah. anything he's just standing out in the field it's just but because we they couldn't were- see him in the frame they couldn't see him. <laughs> that's how well, it works that was their field really, of vision really focused on cutting necks you know so you could Bethy really- did you see the northman no oh Oh. It's just that that is one example of like ten too many of bad filmmaking. No, he was just quiet. <laughs> he sn- yeah. he snuck He's up on him. Really tiptoed His up white on him. schmock yeah. blended He's into that green like hill. Hundred yards to get there. He's good at tiptoeing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Number eight. I thought it was pretty good. All right. All right, Matt. What you got at number eight? Does Tyler like it? I got glass onion colon a knives out mystery. Man, yeah. I love a good murder mystery. Yeah, it was good. It was it's fun. definitely better than. It was fun. It was fun. Well, it's definitely a lot more fun to watch and enjoy it. Way more enjoyable than Knives Out. Uh, what? what? No, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's more, more cheeky. Yes, Knives Out. Knives Out's fine. Knives Out. Is, this is fun. Okay. Yes. People, be 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 be. Whoa. No, I broke it. Doesn't even know how to. Knives Out. Knives Out is better than Glass Onion. Like Knives Out is stronger of a story, but Glass Onion less likable. Stop saying (laughs) words while I'm trying to say words. Like Knives Out is like a classic murder mystery, and it's awesome and so good. This is a comedy murder mystery, so it is a play on the genre. It's not a better movie, but anyway. It's good. They home alone it. I thought it was Bobo. <laughs> it wasn't Bobo. It was so I'm, e- I'm excited for another one. I know they're all there. I'll go ahead and tell you. It's the obvious jerk. Um, and the woman of color solves the mystery by uh, pointing out the guy who was the worst person the whole time. Yeah. Well, sure. But I'm not mad about that. I don't, uh. I don't need them to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, right. I do. We just—it's just going to be tricky getting there, though. How's it going to get there? We I don't know, know but <laughs> I'm excited to see Daniel Craig do that funny accent and yeah. say that he's mad at Clue because he's bad at dumb things. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Made me laugh. We'll do a. Uh, we'll get one, and we get into our mailbag episode of Patreon this month. I'll read this comment, but I already saw that someone left a comment saying, "Please more Benoit Hans." Because <laughs> 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 Tyler does a great uh, Benoit Blanc impression. Yeah. Like, is it, but is it just you doing a Falkhorn like <laughs> yeah. <one> impression? <laughs> I say, I say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my number eight. Tyler, what's your number eight? Yeah. Let's see what this is. <laughs> is there an uh, indie movie that had I, good I filmmaking? I feel like I have to. Re- Dang, I was telling, like telling you guys earlier that I, I was having a conversation with a friend who uh, ha- has been only watching like big blockbuster movies and has been disappointed in them in the year. And I kept saying, Have you seen this movie though? Have you seen this movie? And he's like, I don't like horror movies. And this guy's he's a videographer by trade. He really is a big fan of the craft. And he's like, but I don't like horror movies. And I realized The horror movie, the craft? The horror movie is as a genre, but he's like filmmaking as the craft. And I realized in that moment that the big blockbuster has killed so much of the indie film, art house film genre that it really only exists these days as horror films, where these directors are because the audience is there to still watch horror films where directors are making these indie sophisticated takes on humanity and the human condition or whatever. And then they throw in some brutality and then the horror audiences go and see it. 
So it's like that's where that's where all the indie films live now is in that space. Yeah, yeah. So I have a lot of horror films on my list this year, and number eight for me is Fresh. Fresh. Man. That was a good time. Should make it on everybody's list for the title card. Remember that title yeah, card? Yeah, that's, I nearly put it on there just for that title card and our reaction when we stood up and yeah. gave it a standing ovation. We cheered. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. I loved it. I thought it was so much fun and so dark. And Sebastian Stan is just way underrated as a diverse actor. He was fantastic in it. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. We need more Sebastian Stan. Yeah, you saw it with that. us. Oh. They had that great uh, online dating thing. Bucky at the was a cannibal running a trafficking uh, ring with gosh. the with the woman. That stayed with me for days. Yes, with the actress oh, from where the crawdads sing. Yes, a hundred percent. Oh, was it? She's butt. the lady. Both crawdads weren't singing oh. in that basement. I tell you that. Ooh. Oh, I, I spilled that. the water. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great film. It was great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw way more than I thought. Yeah, great. Cool. Bethany, what's your number eighth favorite movie uh. of twenty twenty two? Another one, not on your list. Uh, How do you know? I you don't know my list. <laughs> okay. Who's got it? I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> the Whitney Houston biopic? Yep. Nice. I enjoyed it. You had to go out to a theater to see that, right? I did. I took myself in Florida and I uh, loved it. I actually saw it with mom. It was kind of intense. We were both like, man, emotionally, that was a big journey that we were on. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was so, I thought the girl who did it was so good. I just enjoyed the movie. Again, I did it all on pleasure this year. Right. Can I ask a question? It's going to sound like I'm being critical. I'm really not. Sure. Uh, is the Whitney Houston movie cut from a similar cloth as the late, late string or recent string of rock and roll biopics that are kind of like cheesy, uplifting, made for TV movies like the Queen movie no. and the Elton John movie? I didn't feel like that. Or the remember the trailer for the Aretha Franklin movie where it's like, gosh, I wish I could get some respect, and then but she like leans over a piano and goes, "Wait a minute." Yeah, but did you see that movie? <laughs> no. That was a that was an intense movie with strong parental themes. Oh, it parental. was very intense. <laughs> like about raising. Kids. So like Whitney Houston, it was good. does it go all the way up to the end of her life, or does yeah. it like conclude with a big concert? Goes like the the do? night of her death. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, I thought I just thought it was fascinating. I think because too, we knew who she was, you know. Mm-hmm. And some of the like, iconic performances. I just thought it was fun. It was a nice time. Nice. Yeah. Winnie Houston. Abby, what was your eighth favorite movie of 2022? My eighth favorite movie was Pinocchio. Guillermo del Toro. Well, okay. okay. Yeah. You have to really make sure you say yeah. that. Yeah. Make sure you yeah, I didn't the right see the one. other one. Right? Did you? I didn't, I didn't see. You saw half of it. Yeah, I fell asleep. Three quarters. I saw Tom Hanks really trying. It looked real bad. Geppetto. Geppetto, yeah. It was bad. Um, In this day and age, shouldn't we have Italian people play Italian puppet makers? Mm. What are we doing here? Not when Tom Hanks can do it. That's true. He's fine. He can be anything. Yeah. I thought it was a fun movie. Uplifting and family-centric and cute. And I love stop motion. Yeah, the visuals were great on that thing. Yeah, Del Toro, I realized this year, because I liked the Pinocchio movie too, but um, he is really, he's honestly a lot like somebody like Christopher Nolan for me now, where came out the gate so strong that you're like, oh man. And then he's made some bad movies, and you start to be like, wait a minute, is this guy good or not? Did he get lucky? Pan's Labyrinth was a long time ago. 
You know what I'm saying? But Pinocchio was really good. It demonstrated a lot of his really specific and unique aesthetic. And it's neat to see him do like a family movie that still has a little darkness on the edge of it. Yeah, a a little bit. Uh, Remember his, he won for best animated picture, Golden Globe? Oh, did he? I don't remember what he said, but something he said at the very end made us die laughing. (laughs) He was given a very normal speech. You know, he's got his thick accent and everything. And at the end, it was like he finished and didn't know what else to say. So he looked around with big eyes and went, see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I saw that. That was fun. That was great. (laughs) It was like uh, when people are doing announcements on stage at church and then they, they don't know what else to say. So they always go, so yeah. That's yeah. when it was like, oh, no, 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 no. You talked nope. too long. There's no so, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I realize that so far on my list, I'm looking at, I'm like, man, all I've had are these really upsetting movies about like abuse and trauma and violence and murder and, um, ab- yeah. Whew. So I'm going to change it up. Uh, my seventh favorite movie of 2022 was Blonde, <laughs> which is a movie about like abuse oh and violence gosh. and murder. Uh, which is a really long fictionalized biopic of Marilyn Monroe's life that uh, was visually stunning. Yeah. Uh, and it was it's a non-narrative movie. It's super disjointed and confusing. And it was, I think, honestly, part of the movie's aesthetic for me is how divisive it was culturally. There was like a real huge outcry against the movie, from all kinds of different sensibilities, a lot of people were upset because it was NC-17, and I guarantee you everyone's seen more explicit movies than this. Uh, so that was just kind of interesting that Netflix released an NC-17 movie, which doesn't matter at all because no. it was never intended to make a long theatrical run. And then there was a lot of outcry from Marilyn Monroe purists, I guess, that she's depicted as kind of like a tragic figure rather than like a self-made woman who had a lot of autonomy over her career and she's uh i don't think she has a single good moment in this movie and there's not a happy moment in this movie either it's relentlessly miserable from start to finish beautiful music by nick cave and warren ellis throughout uh and very haunting i was thinking about it for many days after watching it yes it was tragic very upset and miserable watching it mike Mm. So that's why it's my eighth. <laughs> I think if it was 30 minutes shorter, I would have loved it a lot more. It felt very long. It is long. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. It's very long. But, Mike, what was your seventh favorite? Another uh, dark movie, The Batman. Oh. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Sick of these Batman movies. They keep getting me to the theater and watching them, and then they're good. And I'm like, oh, man, that was good. <laughs> yeah, I hate when that happens. I hate, that. <laughs> I hate when uh, I go enjoy a movie. Yeah, it was cool. Like, um, I think I really do think that I came in there not wanting to like it, but I did. Young Batman's interesting. Uh, it was super bleak and dark in the beginning. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of anything that was that stuck out to me that was not good about it. I mean, that I, motorcycle scene was too long. Why they ride, ride those motorcycles it for so wasn't. long? It was I like no, it was like it was like no, nah, it was like nine minutes. Yeah. It, it so felt long. like they were doing figure skating on the motorcycles. Yeah, like, <laughs> we get it. You're going different ways. We've seen it. 
We've seen you go different directions. It's stalled, yeah, I man. wasn't bothered by. Oh, that Colin, either. he disappeared in that penguin makeup, didn't he? Yep, uh-huh. I didn't yeah, know who crazy. it was at first. I thought it was Joe Pesci. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I liked it, and um, I don't know if they're going to do any more. Are Allegedly, they? yeah. Allegedly. There's a big shakeup at Warner Brothers and DC. But well, if they get their act together, I'll be there again. Mm-hmm. Remember when he had that one clue? He's like <laughs> a rat yes, that, that flies. What is a rat that flies? Oh, it's got to be a penguin. Uh, maybe it's a yeah. falcon. Uh, right. Uh, a maybe, rat with wings. Maybe it's this other. Oh, I guess bats. Right. Right. Batman. Right. Yeah. I yes, guess we that was, not, not the world's greatest detective that after all. part of it, but yes. And I forgave it. Yeah, it was a cool movie. It is was the, cool. Um, I'm trying to remember the bad guy, that guy that looks weird. Yeah. Yeah, that, he was good. Paul Dano as the Riddler with a hammer. Uh huh. What other Batman movie yeah, opens with creepy. a brutal hammer murder? Yeah, it started out pretty. Not enough murder. of them. That's what the, I say. Uh, baby had to leave the theater we were in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Patrick, what was your seventh favorite movie of 2022? My seventh favorite was Resurrection, that was already mentioned. Um, this in that ain't that a witch? He recommended it to me, and then I stole it before he could put it on his list. I know, but I did see it, and afterwards. Josh and Abby and I were talking about it and discussing theories because it was very sticky. You're trying to really like uh, unpack the mental state of these characters. Bethany, you would hate this thing, Mm -hmm. but man. Mm -hmm. Sounds like it. It was a haunting movie. Very well done. There's... (laughs) I don't want to give too much away, but there's a visual that comes in at about the midway point of the movie where nothing has been even remotely like it up until that point. And I actually went like this in my room. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. There's an ad for Resurrection. Matt, what was your number seven? My number seven was uh, Bullet Train. I like like a a bottle movie. I like Brad Pitt. I like an action movie. I like movies that are funny. I like people doing bad English accents. This had all of those things. And uh, I had a very, very enjoyable time watching it. And I will almost certainly at some point put it on again while I'm like bebopping around. It would be a good... Now I've oh, seen it, it would be a good like around, background okay. movie. You know? Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was his name? <laughs> Brad Pitt? His no. name is Bradley. No, the other one. Aaron Taylor. Yeah, he was great. He was great. He was Lem- great. Lemon and Tangerine. He's a treasure. That guy can act. Yeah, that he is so good. Keeps showing up in new ways. That's so much fun. Yeah. Him and his uh, buddy, the dude from Atlanta, were the best characters in the movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Were really they were great. They were great. Really great. I wanted to see it. I bet it would be on my list. <laughs> okay, you want to be like Bethany? Yeah, pull up Bethany. <laughs> yeah, that's my Wait, number. Which movie? Probably 10. Which movie are you talking about? Bullet, Bullet Train. Train. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Did you see it? No. It's, it's available for, for streaming. You used to be a cinephile. What happened? It reminds me of the Darjeeling whatever. Limited. 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 It's, yes, it's, it's white, actually a sequel to Darjeeling. Because it's some Limited. white people who are interconnected on a train. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's in a, that, it's in a that case, it I is am a, a spiritual cinephile. sequel. I have seen a She's lot back. of movies. She's back. Just yeah. wasn't a big movie going in 2022. No, I didn't watch a lot of dark horror, graphically violent films because well, I way. can't handle that. My no, soul is I just is meant too like the pure. number, not the genre. <clears throat> number was a little low. How what? many of those do you think were in the movie theater? Did you go to the movies a lot? Yeah. Okay. A lot. Yeah, even to see Whitney Houston. Uh huh. 
Okay. Bethy, I went to the movies last Bethy weekend. Bethy is an avid movie theater attender. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm just making sure. That's all. She goes Please. regularly with her friends here, and she goes all the time Hello. with her mama. And my mom. And Flo Rida. Mm-hmm. Tyler, what was your seventh favorite movie? My number seven was also an unexpected uh, homage to Hitchcock called Windfall mm. that I really enjoyed. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. Some of you hate it. Some of you love it. I yeah, thought I it was, it. huh? I liked it. I liked it a lot. It's very slow, very dry, uh, very dark in in its comedy. Very short. Very short. Very and short. again, an unexpected, movie. very unexpected ending that I thought was really great. Uh, it's it's it is in itself again another horror film, but m- done in the style of classic cinema, which I thought the three actors in it. Um, what's his name? This married to Kirsten Dunst, Jesse, Jesse Plemons. Plemons. Jesse Plemons yeah. is a treasure too. He's he is, he's proven man. to be very yeah. di- diverse. I always made in his this in Friday Night Lights. I love that movie too because of Jesse Plemons. Yeah, he was so good. In he's it. so good in it. Who so. was the girl? Uh, Lily Collins. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, she was yeah. good too. Mm-hmm. Phil's Phil's daughter. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that Phil's daughter? It mm-hmm. sure is. Is she Emily in Paris? Shocking. <laughs> this is all shocking. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I'll watch it again. Yeah, it was good. Bethy, what was your wow. seventh favorite movie? Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> I did everything all at once. That's not it. Everything <laughs> everywhere <laughs> all at once? Try it again. You, you did everything it. all she at once. She didn't see the whole film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she only saw the parts that were in one place. I, I don't know. I felt disturbed by the movie, but I liked it. Disturbed? Yeah, yeah I was just kind of like stressed out. Like, what's happening? But then I liked it at the end. I liked the heart behind it. and I was entertained. I thought it was a very entertaining movie. I thought it was like, in my mind, it's like a kaleidoscope of like fun that's pretty good description of yeah. it. Yeah, really they yeah. really wanted you to understand that whole carpe diem message yeah. that they hammered into you for the last forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah. seize that day. The rocks were funny. Yes. Yeah, they were the, funny. The fingers. wiener fingers. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so hot bad. Hot I dog. hate thinking of that one woman with the wiener fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> Who is Lee it? Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. <laughs> You can I buy hate, them. I hate that, but I just it stuck. Okay, Abby, what was your seventh favorite movie of the year? My seventh favorite movie was Glass Onion. Oh yeah, yeah, Great. yeah. It was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was fun to watch. You're right. That was my criteria. It's good. Me too. Well, that's it, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, my seventh favorite movie was Jurassic World Dominion: The Extended Edition. That's pretty low on the list for you. I thought that would be that specific. Yeah, I think the extended version is a lot better than the theatrical version. I'll have to try that one next. Yeah, I don't know how much more you'll like it, but I bet even you would say it's better. Okay. It's like the uh, Batman v Superman, where you feel like, man, that movie's already long, how, but then the longer version helped make it work better. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a lot of narrative elements that make it make a lot more sense and are more satisfying. I realize it's in a a deeply flawed movie. But, you know, I have a lot of loyalty to that loyalty to that franchise and I did not I genuinely didn't hate it as much as everyone else did. I thought it was fun. I saw it multiple times and had a good time. Those raptors were chasing motorcycles throughout the streets of Malta. That, that was, was cool. a great scene. Yeah. Great scene. yeah. <laughs> Fine, Bethy, I'll come back with something disturbing next time. 
Mike, what was your fifth favorite? Sixth. Sixth favorite. Sixth favorite. Thank you. Uh, Elvis. Oh, wow, shoot. Whoa. Baz. Baz. Elvis was surprisingly good. It was. What? It Tyler was. was hating on it. He thought it was going to be bad. You liked it. I liked it. Yeah, it was cool. Like, uh, I like all those movies, and so I knew what I was getting into. What do you mean by all those movies? The biopics. The, the Baz. Is stuff. it. Oh, you all, like Baz? Baz? Is yeah. it a la yeah. Baz? It's Baz. Baz? Baz Norman. How Baz. Uh, is it? Oh my! Is it like God, Moulin it Rouge Baz, or is, is it like Baz. Australia Baz? It is extra Baz. Yeah, of course it is. It's Elvis with Baz, and then it's, it's almost uh, non-narrative Baz. It's like it's just all over. Is it yeah. hallucinogenic? Do you yeah. get yeah. over um, the accent? Tom no, Hanks' right. accent. Tom Hanks' accent. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Two lonely girls <laughs> and I are lonely boys. He's the worst part of the film. And I don't think, he, and he didn't bother me one bit. I thought it was fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. Um, when you turn a movie on like that, it's in, you're either committed or you're not. And I was just like, well, this is the world we're in, and I just have to commit to it. And once you do that, you're just in for the ride the whole time. I really liked it a lot, and surprisingly so. And it finished, and I was like. It, I, I don't remember if it was long or not. It's very long. Is it? It did. I don't re- see. I don't even remember that it was long. Then I'm thinking about it. I'm like, maybe it was, but it wasn't particularly slow. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I like Baz and I like Elvis a lot. So. Yeah, I think you like it. It made me sad for Elvis. Like I think that what he was. That's what he was trying uh-huh. to do. Well, yeah, I've always presented kind of a sympathetic Elvis. Yeah, he's person, like Johnny. You know. Oh like, no, wasn't he, he a pedophile? Elvis? No. Wasn't he? Wasn't, his wife, wasn't she, like, way underage when she moved into Graceland? Who, Priscilla? Shoot, she was at the Golden Globes. I would just say this. for When you're watching a movie like that, for me, I have to let all those things that are may or may not be out there in reality go away. And I'm just yeah, going to take the movie on the movie's terms. Sure. sure. Yeah, because if I hold on to that, I'm not going to really, you know, go with the flow throughout. Great. So. Keep that attitude for the Michael Jackson biopic. Yeah. No, we can't watch that. Well, there again, no, there again, that out. hear me out. There's bubbles okay. in there. Yeah, like those kids. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe I would for part of it. I think just do a bubbles biopic. Bubbles no, biopic. Yes. That's going to be the nope crossover. <laughs> <laughs> He's the narrator of the movie. Yeah. My anyway. grandma saw Elvis in real life. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And okay. my parents went to see him perform the year he died. Okay. Patrick, number six. <laughs> there you go. My number six was Tar. Tar. It's about a composer uh-huh. and a maestro. It's her name. Yeah. It is her name, Lydia. Lydia, Lydia Tar. Tar. Very good movie. Actually, oh no. That's mine, Tar. My number six is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Good. Man, we, you like them googly eyes? We had a good time. Rack Remember we had you? such a good time watching oh, yeah, that together? Great. so weird and so cool. It would be higher, except the third act is too long yeah. and too preachy but mm-hmm. the first two acts nothing but fun and yeah. joy okay Good. Tyler what do you have at number six my number six is a, f- a foreign film actually about this family who goes on a holiday oh. to a Dutch family in the country Ugh. What if he's not talking about the same movie? That would be so amazing. <laughs> another one that's going to blow my mind. It's going to be like the and, title uh, card to Fresh. 
and it goes all horribly wrong and you can't turn away and you wish you had it's called speak no evil oh yeah. he see ya he saw it <laughs> that was a long con we were talking about that for a long time yeah 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 i wondered because he wasn't saying anything either way i was like oh man i wonder yeah, if you watched it job, i'll say this uh, me and tyler have a similar affinity for real life <laughs> horror <laughs> yeah and uh i thought of him immediately after this movie was over because it taps a, a nerve that i know bothers tyler particularly right for similar I, I reasons figured, he wouldn't watch prisoners yeah, for a long mm-hmm. time that was my immediate thought when it ended i was like oh he, he sent this to me because yeah, i wouldn't watch I prisoners like, <laughs> yeah yeah, it was it was very true. Like the, the a few of the decisions that the father made r- regarding an object that belonged to that daughter uh, is like very real in my uh-huh. my life as a father. Yeah, that, that's the why they put it in there. Yeah, yeah. It was it was just a little too it was a little too horrifying. But it is again, I, I like to say that films that keep you guessing. Like you have no idea what's going to happen, nope. and then it happens, and you're like, "I had no, I would never would have guessed this is where it ended," and that's what Speak No Evil is, mm-hmm. and I am haunted and will forever be haunted by it. And I had to go read some Danish reviews. No, yeah, Danish, yeah, from Denmark, Danish reviews, and the the Danish audiences loved and hated it for a lot of. St- for a lot of reasons that the film really lands well and it's it's horrifying horrifying yeah yeah and you keep going well it's not going to make us oh yeah it is it's going to do that surely not oh they're doing it yeah yeah there was a moment early on in in the hour and a half of discomfort where i thought uh oh is this it and then eventually they reveal and i was like dang it i, I was i was right and I hate it. I hate it so much. Bethy, you should check it out. No, I'm not going to. Oh, okay. But thank you. But even even when you get to that point that you know is coming, what happens after yep. that is insanely unexpected. Your descriptors are like, yeah, I just like couldn't sleep and like, <laughs> and just like I can't get out of my head and it's everything. My worst, I just, I hate it's it. It's not worse. that it's scary. It's, like, it's that no. it's like existential I, I dread. Can't, I <laughs> yeah. can't live like that. Yeah. It's not scary like if you nightmares creeped out alone at home. It's no. like it's like it's like the worst thing you can imagine happening to you and your family ever in the history of time. Yeah, you know the, something that you just want to pop on the TV for ninety minutes. And I, I think what's most haunting about it is the final line of the film. Yeah, that was really mm-hmm. effective. Yeah. Which is no, we, no, we can't say. say it. It. Yeah, we can't yeah. say that. Kind of want to see it. Yeah. But it's the payoff is is just wounding. It'll it'll, yeah. it'll 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 destroy something inside you. Yeah, yeah. part of me died. And you have to say, I mean, that's what I'm saying. You have to give it to the filmmakers. You're like, well, they really did what they set out to yep. do. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the reviews were fascinating to me, where it was clearly like American uh, audience members who were just overcome with frustration and anger, and just said it's ty- entirely unrealistic. And that's why I say you read the Danish reviews and it you feels like you appreciate it a lot more because they're like, oh, this is fully realistic. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. helpful. Because so much of it is around like what you would do in so, to, uh, certain social yeah. settings it's based the, on cultural norms and yeah. Danish ones are different to well, American ones. I'm it's, half Danish, so... <gasps> oh! That explains a lot, man. Watch out. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a criticism <laughs> of the social niceties. Yeah. Of, of, and Americans are rude. 
<laughs> Americans, Notoriously. Americans aren't Brash. as trusting. Bethy, do you have something uplifting for your number six? I mean, sort of. I have the menu at number six. That's fun. I enjoyed it. We had a nice That's time. Delightful. Yeah. We did have I, a We nice did time. laugh in certain moments. I didn't expect to laugh. And Big laugh. It's laughs. a dark movie, but... I can I I can handle it, so. <laughs> it's very rare. And Tyler mentioned one earlier. So I mean, like I think honestly, the hardest genre to pull off effectively. It's almost like a flip in a coin. You're gonna totally wreck your whole project, or you can be like one of five movies to do it really perfectly. Is the horror comedy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you tip it too far in one direction, mm-hmm. you spoil one or the other genre. Yep. Yeah, and there's a handful of movies famous for doing it really well, and I was shocked that the menu had us actually cracking up. Oh yeah, yeah. throughout the experience. But there were several moments in the movie that were deeply horrifying. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, way to go, the menu. I way think that was go, well guys. picked, and Bethany. I liked that one guy, the main guy, Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Is yeah. that him? Ralph Fiennes. The chef. Rafe, oh, Rafe, Rafe Fines. Rafe Fines. I like him. Yeah. Oh, Ralph. Not, not about a boy kid all <laughs> grown up. No. Uh, uh, no. Like Voldemort. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He was great. Rafe Fiennes. I love him. Yep. Abby, what's your number six favorite? My number six favorite is Prey. Mm. Mm. Prey's great. So good. Prequel. 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 Yeah, I thought the um, Native American take on it was very very interesting and spooky and cool agreed yeah spooky and the cool. native uh, american uh, spooky and cool. was awesome she was great she was yeah. Yeah. Am- amber mid thunder mm-hmm. mm. that's her real name mm. uh my number five or is that where we're at yes sir five okay number five uh was fresh mm-hmm. yeah remember that fresh, title that title card that how that's going <laughs> That was a great <laughs> film. I, I, I was very surprised by it. You know, I, it was one of those things where I think this happens all throughout the movie-going year where you're like, oh, that sounds promising, cool premise, cool premise. And then best-case scenario, it's not the worst thing you've ever seen, but it disappoints. And usually what happens is you're like, well, that was kind of dumb. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know why, but the example that comes to mind is that movie Brightburn. Remember that? It was going to be like the Superman yeah. story, origin story, but a horror movie about a little kid that is. Uh, and you're like, wow, what a great premise. This is going to be cool. No, never mind. It absolutely sucked. So yeah. part of me thought that this would be another one of those premises. And uh, it delivered. It was fun. It was on. And, it, you know, like Tyler said, it was one of those movies where like, I, I guess I don't know what's going on or what's going to happen. You're constantly getting surprised by every new reveal. And it balanced the tone of over the top, but also scary and unsettling really well. I'm just delighted by original movies. And I'm shocked that Hulu delivered something that was cool from their trash content. Don't forget about Palm Springs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Palm Springs was, was great. great. Was great. Yep. Fresh. Mike, it's your number five. Uh, Avatar. The Way mm-hmm. of Water. The mm-hmm. Ways of Waters. Uh, it was an experience. It's almost um, it's almost more of a ride than a movie. Saw it in 3D. Enjoyed the story, but I think, um, I think, how do I say this? Uh, the story's kind of bland, but it's an amazing movie and experience. 
That's what I think. I think it's like the story. Um, it's like an old man's version of what he thinks this new universe would be like. And he's just picking out things from our world. And I don't know, but I like the experience of it. If that makes sense. I look at it less of a movie, more of a ride. It is very ride like. Yeah. Well, the way we saw it with the 3d and all, it does feel very much like a ride. Right. So I'm not even, I'm like, Oh, I care about some of these characters and stuff like that, but I'm more just literally just going Mach 10 in my seat the whole time, you know, it's, all all spectacle for sure. Yes, exactly spectacle. So, yep. Patrick, what's your number five? My number five was this dark, gritty horror movie. <laughs> mm. It's called uh, X. You seen oh, X? yeah, I seen X. I didn't see it. Oh man, Matt, you would love X. I know it's a. I actually missed quite a lot of movies this year, so I have plans in this kind of dead zone of January and February to try and pick up some of the stuff that I missed. That is one high on my s- list to submit watch. Submit an amended list later. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Did you see Titan? <laughs> nope. Mm. I'm surprised I didn't make anyone's. That's that, how bad Doctor Strange was. That's <laughs> I the forgot one, that I saw that. That's the one Wait, by the lady that did Raw, right? Are you sure? That was last year. The one where this lady's like really like her like car. marketed as like a new school Cronenberg and it mm-hmm. wasn't. Well, did you see kinda, that Cronenberg? Yeah, I saw Crimes of the Future. Yeah, me Went too. Went to the theater to see that crap. Yeah, that, that was a, it was, that uh, was that was a big ball old ball of crap. Of crap. <laughs> what a ball of crap. Also, way too much eight-year-old boy's dead ween in a movie. <laughs> like the amount I want to see is none, and it was like <laughs> three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a rabbit trail. So, yeah. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> was watching it and I was like, that's too much <laughs> pain. Yeah, Crimes of the Future sucks, but X was good. <laughs> X is good. X is a, it's like an homage to 70s slasher, Texas right, they go to Texas Chainsaw. They go to film a, a nudie movie and mm-hmm. then a horror movie happens yeah. in their real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially. Right. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. But it's actually really clever and the characters are really good and all. And I think it's. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a very solid. It's eight. closer. It's more in the spirit of a movie like Barbarian than a movie like Speak No Evil. So it's not like art. It's not like art house in that sense of like an indie or foreign drama. Right. It's like Barbarian, very well made, very well written, very interesting with good acting, but commits to a kind of schlocky horror. Right. Aesthetic. It's a bit tongue in cheek because it knows what it, it's. It's allowing itself to go into that world, but it still stays at a credible pace. So, check out X. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna want to see it so you can check complete the trilogy. Yeah. To uh, to make a correction, Abby's right. Titan is 2021. All right. My number five movie is the unbearable weight of massive talent. Hey. And I Tyler I, liked that too. I think maybe what happened, what had happened was when I was younger. I didn't. I wasn't allowed to watch like R-rated movies, and so I didn't see like any Arnie movies or like Rambo or any of that genre of action movie or even like Bruce Willis. Like I missed all of them being action heroes when I was a kid, and so the first time I started seeing action movies, it was like over the top, absurd Nick Cage ones, like Face Off, and I was like. Whoa, these are amazing. And then when I got older, I started going back and watching like Arnie and Stallone movies and stuff. So I love Nick Cage. 
like unashamedly, I'm like, man, if they're, for me, you know, there are certain actors where you're like, if they're in it, I'm going to see that thing, whatever it is. Like that movie that just came out of his, the cowboy movie, The Old Way. I, know, I can tell from the trailer, it's bad. I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to enjoy the parts where he's on screen because it's him. Mm. I love him. Bethy, do you think that Bethy's animosity toward Nick Cage is a little bit of the whole, like, I want him and can never have him? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I, no. so I have 100%. to 100%. Yeah. Not, not even remotely attractive. That's the other mystery about him being an actor. I'm like, how? There's have you seen nothing. him in Moonstruck? <laughs> he's yelling about his hand. It's so good. Shares in that? Come yeah, on. That I've is seen a, it. That is good stuff. I don't mm. think he's fabulous. Lo- love him. Tyler, what's your number five? My number five is a very dark comedy uh, about two friends who create a suicide pact. Whoa. And it's a day in the life of them um, making some final decisions before deciding to kill each other at the end of the day. And it's a lot of fun. <laughs> What's it called? It's a really delightful film called On the Count of Three. Oh, that's a great name. Yeah, that's a good yeah. name. I, had, uh, I don't know what that is. It's I saw the trailer for it. Starring it and great. directed by Jared Carmichael, who's kind of this comedian who's having a moment. He just hosted the Golden Globes. Oh, and the other dude is uh, Christopher Abbott from Girls and a bunch of things. They're both really great in it. And the storytelling and the... Uh, direction. It's all very low budget, but surprisingly powerful in the the, the the comedy they bring and the camaraderie they have in this like depression that they're trying to manage. And it's really, really moving and beautiful and tragic and funny. No, oh, all right. Fresh recommendation for on the count of three. Yeah, so I give it a I give it a must watch. A must watch. Yeah, man. two thumbs. Up. That's Bethany, where they go. Tell me, yeah. That's where they go. That's Bethany, what's be. your uh, number five? Uh, this is only because we had a nice time, but I did Top Gun, Maverick, whatever. We had a lovely time. Yeah. Don't yeah, whatever that movie. It. It's a good movie. No, I feel like it was whatever. I watched the five minute YouTube thing before we went and saw it about the first one because I hadn't seen the first one. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was tracking. Oh, yeah. But I thought it was a nice, feel good, kind of Americana. Yeah. That guy did that too. Man, that was a good time. The yeah. toot was better than the movie. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> it was now. so funny. We remember. Was, we all remember it so vividly. It was so funny. I can't remember most of Maverick, but I definitely remember that toot. <laughs> Especially Tyler acting it out. Yeah, that was good. Oh, he said they <laughs> yeah. got owed. Yeah. But, and he went up onto his toes. Yeah, that was really good. He, he did, did a little tippy toe. He did an extra effort to clench it in. He went onto his toes. <laughs> but it eked out. He was so shocked <laughs> it was happening. Yeah. <laughs> My, and the yeah, way y'all have done that before. Mike's body language when he ran out of the theater was like he had to throw up, you know? Like he couldn't control his body and he had to get up and run for it. It was quite a moment. That was fun. Okay. Abby, what's your number five? My number five is a movie called Windfall. Okay. Mm-hmm. There it is. I thought it Windfall. was super cool. And short. And short. That's the reason why we watched it. Actually, did it make you want to live on an orchard? Yeah, I did really love the setting and the house, um, and the people and the story. 
and the ending. And the way it looked, and the words they said, and the sounds they made, and the music, and the clothes, and the clothes they, wore. they wore, and at the, the time of day it was, and the words at the beginning, and the words at the end, and <laughs> the runtime. Maybe not all that, but close. <laughs> okay, dang. Yeah, it's solid. Number four, uh, mine was the menu. I liked the menu a lot. I was surprised by it. I think maybe that's why one of the reasons that it uh, took me by surprise is what Mike said. That trailer played before everything, Everything. and I got sick of seeing the trailer and started to think that it looked really bad. It was daring you to see it. It was. It was really excessive and saturating, and then uh, I think the only reason we went to see it is because we had a thread going for Movie Club, and we're like, how about this? Nope, nothing's playing. How about this? Nothing's playing. And maybe it was Mike that said it. Someone was like, the menu? And like, well, there is a showtime right at that point. It's like, I guess. And I honestly didn't even really feel like watching it. But I thought, oh, we'll go have a good time as friends. And then it got us. It got me. It did. So I appreciate that. Mike, what's your number four? Nope. Really? Not that I'm going to Patrick made a face. Patrick, articulate your face with words. Uh, I don't understand why that's on the list at all. <laughs> oh, man. Those are some words. <laughs> Shoot. Because he liked the clothes. Okay. He liked the trees. Yeah. He liked the horses and the, the, squi- the squiggly dancing okay, men. Here, here's <clears throat> I'll try and express. He liked the like. chimpanzee. I, li- I like. Nope. Because <laughs> what what he was trying to do was reintroduce sci-fi, sci-fi horror. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard to do. And in a modern context and with a, like a black centric cast. And so I thought, uh, I don't know. I just thought it was cool. Like they introduced us to this family dynamic. That's kind of interesting, you know, well, whatever, you know, somebody dies, yada, yada. Anyway, but the thing that gets people out of the movie is the, the, the ship itself. The creature. The creature, yeah. Spoilers. Jean Jacket. I don't know what else to say. How do you describe this movie without a little bit of spoilers? But well, it was that's good. a huge spoiler. But he is re- he told I agree with you. He yeah, re- he's reinventing yes, the yes, UFO yes. alien genre. Right. So, uh, yeah. so when I saw it, it I was not bothered by it. I thought, what would I have made? That would have been. Yeah. Should have been Tyler should have been hailing it to the rooftops. His com- com- complaint is always why the aliens have a human body plan. Yeah, why, right, why right, are they right, humanoid? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I appreciated... I thought it was very clever. Yeah, And yeah. he did some hard work to, to make it unique and original while still yeah. being very worn out as a story. I thought it was a cool movie yeah. overall. Yeah. It's, and it's I didn't, really I didn't, strong. I didn't yeah. mind yeah. Jean Jacket. I didn't like the third act. It was uh, kind of it all just... The yeah. wheels came off and it, it was crashed. great and bad at the same time, that third act. Well, I, when I rewatched it, uh, Lindsay and I watched it together and we're big signs people. We watch signs every year and I thought this could be our new signs. Because mm. in the second act, that's what they got you thinking. Signs yeah. is great. Yeah, signs is great. And so to me, I think it, it's not a replacement, but it's like an addendum to that mm. type of story. Anyway, so I liked it. No, It's, it's solid. This is a cool movie. Yeah. Top it's 10, a, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know if it could go on your list. <laughs> Patrick, what's your number four? Let's see if we like it. My number four was Prey. <clears throat> Freaking pray! Yeah, we like that. The only also thing, sci-fi horror. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I like it for all the reasons Abby liked it. All the words. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I would say the only the negative people, thing about places, pray things was the occasional terrible CG. Uh, but 
Yeah. That needs to be said. Uh, budgets, Hulu, bro. y'all got to fix yeah. that. Because the original it was Predator, a real Joker situation. The original Predator had fantastic CG. It did. They had no CG. What was the bad CG? The blood? Yes. Oh. A lot of bad blood and a dodgy bear. Yeah, the bear oh, was Oh, the rough. bear was yeah. bad. Yes, you're right. It was a cool scene, mm-hmm. but... And I got... And I, I forgave it because it was so cool, but... Mm-hmm. Was that was saying, an unrendered bear. It was an unrendered <laughs> bear. <laughs> the budget got <laughs> an export yeah. on that bear. <laughs> but even with bad CG, the movie was so awesome from yeah, start cool. to finish. Did you see that, Mike? Unfortunately, no. Oh, my God. Mike, you're a fan of the Predator. Oh, I think movie. something happened. I couldn't go. Yeah, yeah. Sickened me. Sorry. Uh, Matt, what's your number four? The menu. Hey. Hey, mine's the menu. Wow. Look at all this love for the menu. Yeah, we're friends. Bethy, yours? You already did the menu. Yep. Another one that's not on your list. Uh, Persuasion. Persuasion. What's that about, Bethy? I don't it's know Persuasion. It's uh, Jane Austen. It's based on Jane Austen, his, her book, Persuasion. And it the was on Netflix. The book is oh. also called Persuasion. Uh-huh. Is it a period piece or is it a modern Peri- retelling? A period piece. Who's With, in it? Um, what's that girl? She pissed off Ellen. Um, oh, Dakota Johnson. Yeah, it might be her. The girl from Fifty Shades of Grey. No, maybe not. Peanut Butter Falcon Lady. Let me look. Oh, she's got to look it up. She's googling girl <laughs> that pissed. Oh, <laughs> if she did, I appreciate that because yeah, you know Ellen's Ellen's, a, Ellen's one of the bad. Ellen's one of those people who has guts that yeah, I it's hate. Dakota Johnson. <laughs> Y'all, oh she's God. listening to this right now. It is Ellen. Dakota, and she did piss off Ellen. Yeah, good for her. Way so to go, Dakota. Anyway, it's a great, it's a really great take on it, and I love anything Jane Austen. So, and it was one of the I watched it three different times because I enjoyed it so much. Dang, <laughs> that deserves a high place on your list. That's yeah. awesome. All right, persuasion. 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 Burrs, what was your number four? My number four was the Batman. Ooh, that's that high, high. That's that high, high. Yeah, I thought it was good. Mm. It's been a while since I've seen it. Mm. Probably not not a lot of rewatchability, but pretty cool. Yeah. Remember that time where they they, they were searching for this, like, secret underground like gang of criminals and no one knew that they existed or if they did it was like a mystery and he climbed up on that roof and he looked down in the sky like oh there they are yeah Remember that? that was really convenient oh, here, great found detective. Him. yeah found him right here guys he's yeah. a great detective he's the world's he's greatest movie magic <laughs> movie magic Me- remember when they copy pasted a scene from seven into the middle of it and hope <laughs> no one would notice yeah <laughs> that was weird <laughs> seven's a good movie can't blame him Remember when... That's true. If someone told you it's like a Batman movie mixed with Seven, you'd be like, dang, that's awesome. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I want to see that. And it was cool. Yeah, remember when he had so many followers and it was like 500? Wait, didn't the did the Riddler <laughs> that's a lot have for an a incel. question mark in his latte art? Yeah. yeah. So did he request that? <laughs> yeah, he must have. Hey, I'm the bad guy. Can or he hobbyist. No, he was... It he was showing him making it. Oh, he was making it like with like a toothpick or something. Yeah, he well, was like... That's a giveaway, man. He was pushing the cream around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy must be the Riddler. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing that's when that. they caught him. They were going to catch him either way. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What are you drawing in that latte? It's Nothing. Th- it's him. It's an excla- exclamation point. I'm the exclaimer. I like the Batman a lot, but I think one of the reasons that I even had, you know, I go through all the movies I watched and I start to put possible candidates over ones that I know for sure are on the list. And the Batman was on the first round of um, exclusions. And I uh, was mm-hmm. like, I think the fact that I've never <laughs> even thought about watching it again yeah. is a dead giveaway that it's not in my top 10. Other Batman movies I do watch again and I like a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch it again. It's just never occurred to me like, ooh, because I can. 
You can put that thing on anytime you want. Yeah, I'm yeah. good. But <laughs> I would I would rather watch really any of the Nolan trilogy. Yeah. Or either of the Michael Keaton ones. Who saw that coming, man? I thought I was saying for the whole time they announced it, Matt Reeves doing a Batman, this is gonna be the best one that's ever been made. And who knows? Maybe if I wasn't still very much enamored with Nolan's trilogy, I would love this one more. But I have within my adult memory, it's not like I'm comparing it to like childhood nostalgia with Michael Keaton. I'm like, no, like I was a grown man when Christopher Nolan's trilogy came out. I don't need to be still a grown man and see another good Batman because I have this really stinking awesome one. Oh, I would take another good Batman. There's a lot of Batmans. There's a lot of Batmans. The Batmans. And Number you know, three. We're here. Here and it is, top three. Number three. My third favorite movie of 2022 was freaking Prey. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only was Prey sensationally entertaining, delivered on all the big action, uh, everything you want to see in a Predator movie, it did the unthinkable by making another cool Predator movie. In fact, uh, we did an episode where Patrick, myself, and our friend Levi ranked all the Predator movies, and every single person said that it was second only to the original. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Uh, the decision to set it in like a eighteen uh, hundreds early America—is that when it was, or mm-hmm. late, late—and then uh, amongst the Comanche tribe, and to have at its center that that young woman. Perfect setting for to get the Predator franchise out of its stupid rut and back to the basics. And man, it was just awesome. So yeah. satisfying. And the the she has a, a character arc in it, a good one. Mm-hmm. So you watch her like do her journey while the Predators. Doing yeah, the, it does the impossible by mirroring in many ways the original film without feeling like oh this is so stupid. They're just doing the original movie over again. What, uh, what what are the audio options on it? Was it you read subtitles or they do? No, it's version? in English. Oh, is it okay? It's was in English. It, but wasn't there a version that was also in Comanche? You can watch a Comanche dubbed version, but it's a little distracting because it's not their voices. Okay, I got right. You. you know what I mean? Yeah, they 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 were film speaking English. Right, I got you. Yeah, I think that the filmmakers, since they offered that version, their intention was to shoot the movie entirely in Comanche, but you know. Fox was has to draw the line somewhere. They're gonna be like, look, we're making a Predator movie. You right, can't right. do an entirely different right. language. Predator fans can't a bunch read. Of not I, read. It obviously that. would have been better if they would have went with if we just read subtitles. It would have been yep. even more immersive. That said, and even with the dodgy CG, that thing was amazing. I loved yep. it. I loved the crap totally. out of it. All the real Predator fans have seen it and appreciated it. Wow, Mike, what's your number three? Uh, Barbarian. Hey Tyler, you hear that? Mm. Way up high. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty high. A lot. Yeah. I agree with everything that Tyler was saying. <laughs> it was really. It had an uncomfortable act, like a kind of funny act, and then like what, like what the yeah. heck is going on? <laughs> act. Yeah. Uh, so it was really cool, and I don't think I went into it knowing anything about it. So that was made it even cooler. So. Yeah. It's great. It was. Yeah, barbarian is great. Patrick, number three. My number three is Avatar: The Way of Water. Um. I loved it. Whoa. Yep. You Did know, you there was a lot of hype. I think there were just a few of us who were like genuinely excited to go see this Avatar movie. I was one of them and it lived up to all the hype. Yeah. You gave it a high rating. Yeah. And I would, I would it was four and a half. stick by it. Yeah. I think the movie's good. I think the story's good. What are we talking about, Mike? 
I yeah, I'm just don't listen to me. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Matt, what what was your number three? The Northman. I loved it. I love. That's too high. Mm, no, if you're smart, and first haven't up, seen it. Learning Hamlet. Have you heard Tyler talk about the guy on the hill yet? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hey, here's the thing. Remember when he climbed into the boat and no one noticed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was real sneaky. Still, it's, it's loud. It's loud on boats. Sail, <laughs> sails be flapping. <laughs> Look at this giant man! All of a sudden, he, the haircut made him blend in. Yeah, yeah. man. They oh, were like, the oh, look, there's another one he of our climbed farm up hands. out of the river and into the boat. Everybody's yes, like, oh, okay, they're up? looking the other way. They're busy. No, it was awesome. Matt's right. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how boats work? Yeah, I'm from England. You don't we need invented to, you don't need them. To look in any one direction to know that a boat is no longer the same balance it once was. It depends if he had timed it. If like a fatty had gone to the other side, <laughs> be like, oh, now's my chance. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> that lardo went over there. Now it's tipping, so I can level it out. He's smart. He's clever. He's a prince. Print big, uh, big, swole haircut prince. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. Loved it, and also. High rewatchability. In my, I have rewatched it. Really? Yeah. No, I'm surpri- kind of surprising. It's a good time. Tyler, what's your number three? My number three is everything all at once. <laughs> Do you want to try it one more I time? I think it's called yeah, every, oh, it's everywhere, everywhere all the time. Everywhere all at once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got it. And the wiener, the wiener fingers. <laughs> Jimmy Lee Curtis is wieners. I hate him. Wieners on our hands. Wieners <laughs> like wiener fingers that they're like probing each other's lips and stuff. Yeah, Le- love loving each other. I didn't like that. Was there something yeah. with like spraying condiments or something like that? Did that happen, or am I mixing it up with? No, that's doggy dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's that fever dream I had. I uh, I think um, everything everywhere all at once is not perfect. I have some criticism, and if you want to again go listen to Recon, you'll hear it. Um. But very ambitious, very creative, and I have a lot of respect for it being uncomparable to almost anything else. Yeah, yeah. that's not cool. unfair. Yeah. That's true. It's a much better multiverse movie than the the Marvel one. That's true. Oh, that's yes. True. Yeah, what a shame that two multiverse movies came out and they were so disparate in how good they were. Bethany, wake up and tell us your number three favorite movie of the year. Avatar. Ooh. Tell us there about it. I don't care about Avatar at all. Had no context. Like barely remembered watching the first one. Which you did for this podcast. Yeah, I watched it, and then I didn't care about the second one coming out. But then I was like, "What the heck? It's Christmas break. I'll take myself to see it." And I just visually enjoyed it. I enjoyed the whole thing. I had a wonderful experience. I didn't watch it in three D because I'd vomit. But. <laughs> Um, I, I don't understand not. why. Why did you not see no, it in three? I understand that. I get three si- three I would D get, makes me want to die. I was, it was enough for me to watch it that way and not get sick. So I can't handle three dimensions most of the time, yeah, let alone on a cinema screen. I was just entertained. Number three. Wow, Abby, what was your number three? I don't know. I gotta look. Mm, peep it. My number three was Fresh. Whoa! Dang, that's way that title there. card, huh? Yeah, title card. Yeah, the title card. Yeah, get you. Yeah. Title card. Yeah, I just remember it being very funny. Or maybe not funny. No, it was funny. No, it was funny. Yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah, we funny. had a fun time. Uh, super interesting. Didn't know where it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Weird. And I just really like Sebastian Stan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's cool. 
Mm-hmm. Agreed. I remember that great scene where he was like uh, dancing to the song Obsession while he was like preparing a ham hock of a woman's butt cheek or something. Oh, yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the food in that movie did not make me hungry. That's looked, good because it was the flesh of people. It disturbing. Yeah. Weird. Um, yeah, and it was a little like, um, what it, like suspenseful. Remember when like the f- there was lots of phone calls that weren't, that were, yeah, it was weird. Lots yeah. of phone calls that weren't, weren't, yeah. <laughs> phone calls? Yeah, that'll build the suspense. Suspenseful phone calls. <laughs> I don't. I actually don't remember. <laughs> okay. I remember a phone rang. All right, we're in the final stretch. Number two, you ready? Uh-huh. My second favorite movie of the year was Men. Nice. Men. Uh, I missed it in theaters. Uh, Patrick and Mike went when I was on vacation, and then when I came back, it was gone. So I had to wait for it to come to streaming. It took a long time. I rented it one night and was like, "Oh, hooray! I'm so excited to watch this movie I missed." And uh, I thought that not only was it my favorite movie by this guy so far, uh, I liked it more than Ex Machina, and I liked it more than Annihilation. Whoa. And it really, really goes bananas, which I love in a movie. But also, it had some of the most effective daytime horror I've ever seen. Yeah, love daytime horror. Much better than Midsommar. Uh, there's an extended single shot sequence that happens in broad daylight that was genuinely terrifying. Uh, and I was very impressed by it. Loved it. Thought it was super cool. And I love that it's probably the kind of movie that you're either going to love or hate. It's for the same reasons. You know, so two people are going to watch the same <laughs> couple of scenes and one person's going to be like, whoa, that was out of this world and I liked it. And the other person's going to go, that was out of this world. This movie sucks. Yep. Yep. <laughs> So my second favorite was Men. Mike, what was your second favorite? Uh, Top Gun. Jeez. <laughs> no, <laughs> nah, man. That's Way bad. to go. Okay, okay. That's uh, too high. So here's He's saying it like he was announcing bad news, too. <laughs> oh, I just thought I was going to get booed for that. No, nah, man. Okay. Top Gun Boo. was good. Yes, Top Gun was no. good. Um, it did something that movies can't do nowadays, and I guess it did it because it did it before and they just redid that movie but somehow it worked and like what well just that type of action format where it's like this is it uh fast moving things mission oops are we gonna go on the mission oh we're on the mission Mm -hmm. let's complete the mission missions over end of movie that Mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah and the enemy was entirely unidentified we kind of guessed it was iran but yeah i mean no Iran? Just some people yeah. some people at the bottom of a mountain. They had to it fly seemed, up and over. Seemed, that seemed weird. They had scary black masks like the Empire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah. that that climate was really... Uh, Iran has snow, but not trees like that. Yeah, I know. They filmed it somewhere they else. They made I it read, look like Russia. That's true. Yeah, because it's not the Cold War like when the first one came out, so they can't overtly be like, is the Ruskies. That's true. Now they have to be like, we are... We all know who it is. It's like, we oh, want we this can. movie to play everywhere, so right, yeah, whatever. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. It didn't exactly. even matter because it was still good. Yeah. It was good. I had no problems with it. It was weird um, how dead on the kid had to look like his dad. That was kind of weird. The mustache. The mustache. Miles Teller. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Song, yeah. That kind of hit kind of weird, but other than that, I forgave it. It was good. Agreed. Good time. Did you see the uh, Honest Trailer about Top Gun Maverick? No, but I did see the movie twice. 
Mm. Oh, okay. You should yeah, watch the honest trailer. That's more than the honest trailer. Yeah, yeah. that's true. The like comparison it. they make is, Did is you, pretty Did you remember great. the fart? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. That's okay. what took it from three to two. I liked the twist. fart more than the movie. <laughs> the movie was fine, but the fart was hilarious. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Patrick, what was your second favorite movie? My second favorite was also Men. Uh, for all the reasons everybody said, but I would think I haven't seen it. Oh uh, well, all the reasons that the people have seen it have said mm. it's one of those that you're like, man, I'm like Annihilation. I'm glad they make movies like this, but I really liked it. It wasn't just like, yeah, I'm glad it's here. It was uh, very effective the whole time and bizarre. I loved it, men. It reminds me a lot of the that his his horror aesthetic is similar to David Cronenberg when he was good, uh, but not because of the body horror thing, because it's not really a body horror movie, but just that it's relentlessly bizarre, but yeah. also brutal. Mm. You know, like Cronenberg really mixed those thing, two things right. together. And it goes off the rails. Yeah. And it had a great movie poster. It did. It did. Very yeah. sinister looking. Mm-hmm. Men are. Am I right, Betty? <clears throat> That's one of the central yeah. ideas of the movie. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty profoundly stated. Matt, what was your second favorite? Pray, y'all. It's so Freaking good. Freaking pray. Pray. Man, pray is doing well. Pray. Dude, it, that movie is. And again, I had such a good time watching it. I will I will absolutely rewatch it. I'm excited for my kids to get older so we can start watching. Like, it's another movie where I'm like, oh, this is a movie I want my kids to be old enough to watch so I can watch it with them because they're going to love it. Just like I would be excited to show them Predator. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. And a great name, too. Yeah, really Very good cool name. name. Tyler, what's your second favorite? My second favorite is Tar. I, uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. And again, it left me thinking about it, stuck with me for a while, trying to figure it out. Again, the am- ambiguities of it. Um, I, <laughs> I saw a comparison that I appreciated, although I don't fully endorse, that was... I was saying that Lydia Tarr is is Kate Blanchett's uh, Daniel Plainview, comparing from "There Will Be Blood" Tar to "There Will Be Blood." Yeah, and I don't I don't know that I fully agree, but it did feel when you when you think of it in that way, it does feel uh, Paul Thomas Andersony in a, in a lot yeah, of ways. Totally. Uh, but I think what when he was good when he was good, yeah. I think that what I I really enjoyed was the slow, mysterious build of her character, but the fantastic payoff at the end. Yeah, I agree. The yeah. ending, to me, brought it up a whole another kick. And so it's like the there's that one climactic point at the end, and then the epilogue that followed with the final scene of her that... It's just, I was I was so amazed that they had the guts to take it that far mm-hmm. that I just loved the movie so much but for, it, for it that made final shot. Sense. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course, this is what would happen. Yes, it was so good. <laughs> it was great just to go from the, the pretentious world that it began in all the way down to that space was a, an amazing journey. It was great. Tar. Bethany. What was your second favorite movie of the year? Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh, wow. Wow. You have a soft spot for the Thor franchise. Love them. Love it. Just like Iron Man. I enjoyed it. I had such a nice time. I laughed a ton. I just laughed my head off in that movie. <laughs> and uh, it was very, very funny. It was so, funny. You man. know, those goats. So, so different funny. from all of your lists, but 
It has it been was, mentioned once. Yeah. It's this great. is the only I, Marvel movie that's made the list so far for anybody. Yeah. Hey. And I didn't think it was like amazing. I just thought it was like, you know. If you were a single woman and you met this guy that plays Thor and, and he started rapping to you, do you think he'd be into it or would you be like, oh my God, this guy's so annoying? The guy who plays Thor? Yeah, yeah, Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, like a thousand percent. <laughs> oh, I was just wondering. <laughs> Abby, what was your second favorite movie of the year? My second favorite movie is also a movie that hasn't been mentioned. It is Don't Worry Darling. Wow. Controversial. <laughs> I almost put that for my biggest ball of crap. That movie sucked. Oh my god! No, it wasn't. Yeah, I almost put, I almost put it for my honorable mention. Disunity okay. in the ranks. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was. I was in it for, um, not the story. The story was, um, flat. Cool idea fell flat, in my opinion. Yeah, don't worry, darling. Yeah. Is is like a below average episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. So if you want, what were you in for? For I really love the visuals, the setting. She's oh, a solid good. director. I, just, after this, I would say she's not because this movie, it, like Tyler says, it was insulting to the viewers. <laughs> <What>? So stupid. <laughs> he said that. I mean, not that's about how he don't worry, darling. Oh. About don't worry, darling. I think uh, even the worst Black Mirror episode was still pretty good. So that's not that bad sure. of a review. If it was a Black Mirror episode, I, w- I would have been okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. But she focused a lot more, instead of like a Black Mirror episode, she focused a lot more on the social dynamic of it than like the trying to explain at all the technology and science mm-hmm. in any or reasonable make way. Make the story make sense. Yeah. Right. Any of the character arcs or yeah. any of the things you're <laughs> that's seeing. That's true. It had more holes than Swiss cheese. But if you just take it <laughs> surface level, just watch it for the fun of it. I thought it was pretty cool. Sure. Is it because like Harry Styles said, it's like a real movie. (laughs) (laughs) I am a Harry Styles fan and he did okay, but that wasn't why I watched it. It was again, Florence Pugh carrying the film. She was the best part. She was pretty good. She's freaking great. Did you see it, Bethy? No, but I love Florence. Oh, she was nodding really emphatic. She barely has her eyes open right now. She's yeah. struggling, but that's okay. We're at the we're at the ending. You guys ready? Oh, Everybody yeah. Everybody ready to reveal yeah. their yeah. number one? Okay? Number one. Favorite? Is it, is it the cat hair? Nope. Uh-oh. <laughs> really? He hasn't been in here. I always try to clean no, it's up. It's not so. that. Oh, okay. It's not that. It's not allergies. She probably wouldn't say on the air. I have a cat. Bethany's allergic to cats. So I try to it's banish true. the cat when she comes over and... So mm-hmm. that she won't breathe in the cat's dander. Is that what people mm-hmm. are looking yes. to? Mm-hmm. He's a good cat. Wants to be better than his friends. She, she he does, but she keep won't it have anything to do with Respect. it. Respect. Uh, my favorite film of 2022 was Avatar: The Way of Water. <laughs> Jeez. Boo! That cannot possibly be real. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. great. You know, I think that my list having this at the top and having all the other movies on it in a lot of ways summarizes my taste in movies. These are the two things I like most, either being deeply disturbed by a movie or I like going to the movies for uh, the spectacle of what movies can do. I like to, you know, I like the escapism of movies. I like adventure movies. I like uh, seeing crap that you can't see in real life. I, I... Firmly disagree with all the the Avatar story is do uh, thin or uh, I think that critiques of the Avatar story are way overblown. I think it's a great story, classic, archetypical. Yep. 
And hey, uh, I was crying. I yeah. was crying at the end of Avatar too. It had some emotional Agreed. moments for sure. I did too. And uh, I the went. The way of water works. Yeah. <laughs> the way of water works. <laughs> I went uh, back to see it again with my kids and was thinking to myself, now I know this part's coming. And then I started crying again. And then I took up my 3D glasses. They're like, why are you crying? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. Love James Cameron. I think I love, yeah, I love all of James Cameron's movies, mm. including Titanic. I think he's Titanic's one of great. our great filmmakers. Mm. Yeah, great well, the box office would agree with you. It's too bad he's stuck in Pandora. Well, you know, even if you don't like Avatar and he ends his career there, that Joker has some really good movies before Avatar, too. Yeah. Mean, in fact, some of the best. I'd love to see him do something other than Avatar before he dies. I doubt you'll get that chance. No, he's going to do 20 more Avatars. He's yeah, just, he's locked in. Mike, what was your favorite movie of 2022? Uh, everything... Everywhere, all at once. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I get that the third act has a has has a it's preaching at you and stuff, but I, I'm into that. Like, preach at me. Tell me that I need to seize the day. That's fine. I need that. <laughs> you know, for real. You're I talking about the, yeah, day. I need a reminder. I need that every morning. You talking about the rock scene? Huh? The rock scene? Yeah, just the, no, yes. the last hour of the movie. Where they yeah. just kept actually explicitly yeah. saying the message of the movie over and over. The and over rock again. scene is just them trying to make abundantly clear what the movie's right. about. Yeah, Hello, everybody, if you're missing it, here's what we're saying to you. Right, right. You're not going to get distracted by any action. Listen to these rocks tell you what's going yeah. on. Yeah, and then they'll throw in lines near the end. I would have been happy just doing laundry and taxes with you. Okay, we got it. We got it. Yeah, I, I need that. You know. That like movie it. is kind of like uh, what Patrick was saying about one earlier. It, I felt like what we watched was like a director's cut that could have been in, released 10 years after the original mm -hmm. came out. If they cut 30 <laughs> minutes out of that movie, you would have had a really strong movie. I agree, Mike. It's it's great. It can't get stronger than number one. So that's, that's true, that's man. How can you beat it? That. Can't beat yeah, it. That's true. Yeah, suck it, Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> suck those wiener fingers. Oh, no. <laughs> No. Okay. Patrick, what was your favorite movie? Doctor Strange. No. <laughs> <laughs> My number one movie was The uh, Menu. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I Surprise. love when horror and comedy are balanced. That uh, I find that it's so entertaining. And to me, I don't know that there was anything wrong with The Menu. It might be a perfect movie. No, that's not it. No, I get what he's saying. When you say perfect movie, it, it sounds... It's almost like the Paddington high score right. phenomenon. You're not saying that, that it's, like it's not the greatest movie of all perfection. time, but you just can't find anything wrong with yeah, it. Right. I've got there's some, I've got there's nothing in there that I, I necessarily need to change. Yeah. No, we were cracking up that scene where they sent everyone off to make a run for it, and the one guy was hiding like in a chicken coop or something, and the yeah. hand just came in with the dessert. Yeah. yeah, that was great. <laughs> Even when the movie went off, I was so satisfied with it, I kept saying, I would, I would watch more of this. I want to know more about those characters, and all, but they left it where you, you know, they got out before it got too long. That was great. I love that really movie funny. very much. Mm -hmm. Actually, mm -hmm. everybody dying was my idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very proud of this. <laughs> Matt, what was your favorite movie of 2022? The Banshees of Inner Sharon. Oh, yeah. I forgot you were going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> say that. yeah you know that. You know that was going to. Man, I, I loved that movie. I, lo I thought that it was looked beautiful and was incredibly witty and well-written and i think yeah it just had some really interesting things to say about like the need for 
our lives to extend beyond their natural length but also in the midst of that how we can miss like what makes our life like true and valuable in the moment it was awesome yeah i loved it he said i laughed i cried i cried laughing that is true i did and all those things did actually happen that wasn't hyperbole bethany's making some approving moans over here Mm, mm. It's lovely, and also she's just a fan of emotions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what what a great spiritual sequel to In Bruges, you know? I don't know. I haven't this, seen it. This Bruges. room has not seen In Bruges. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Bethy yeah, seen it. Bethy's she knows. Seen it. I've seen In Bruges. I wish I didn't see it. I love In Bruges. I love In Bruges too. In Bruges is so good. I kind of wish I didn't see Banshees. Ugh. Yeah, I know y'all don't like it, but that's because <laughs> you don't. You but don't the get funny it. story. Let me just tell the funny story. So my Matt was uh, very taken with it, and because we love him so much and trust his opinion, this is really the only reason. He said it was best film of the year, five stars. I cried, I laughed, I cried laughing. So we said we got to go see this movie. Like yeah. in the next couple of days, we can't miss it. It's going to leave the theater. I didn't know it was coming straight to HBO Max. <laughs> That's kind yeah, of you could, you could you could have waited at home. So we we rushed out to see this movie, me, Mike, and Patrick, and uh, <laughs> and uh, none of us liked it. When the credits rolled, I turned around and looked at Mike, and he was looking at the screen real confused, <laughs> like his brow was all furrowed up. And he leaned over and said, "Read the text again." <laughs> 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 it was like, was he, was he joking? I almost wish that I had hated it and that I had managed to get three of you to go see it on a prank. Now but you I, know you have that power. I genuinely did really love it. All right, Tyler, what was your number one? Uh, my number one was a film about two guys who used to be friends and then actually come to hate. You know, start a civil war between the two of them. Hold called, on now. Called the Banshees of Inisherin. Oh, wow. Tyler's on my side. I loved it. I really loved it. I thought it was great. Really well written and strangely comforting and off-putting at the same yeah. time. And I thought the stakes were so high yeah. and the conditions were so unimportant. <laughs> yes. But that's like uh, what was great about it, I think. It's just the absurdities, but yet like the extreme mundanity of it. And it was all, it all worked really well. Very charming. I liked it a lot. Very dark. That poor donkey, you know? That poor donkey. <laughs> okay. I, just, I just did not know. Again, I did not know where that was going to go. I would have not have guessed that. And I I found it thoroughly satisfying. Well, good, man. I'm I happy. liked three billboards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did, too. He did that movie. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, that helps. <laughs> it's good that you clarified, because otherwise I just thought we were just going to start naming movies. <laughs> I like Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah, I like, I like The Big Lebowski. I thought that uh, Colin Farrell and what's his name, Brennan? Brennan Gleeson. Yeah. Domino's dad. Yeah, they did really well. They're they're, they're fine. solid acting. The weird kid from uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer yes. was Brian. the funniest thing in the yeah, movie. Yeah, so good. Brian, the Joker was the and, uh, yeah, he was great. And the he, sister, his sister was really good too. Uh huh. And the old lady, the old witch lady, and the people in the, the pub. Banshee. Oh, everyone <laughs> in the movie was good because <laughs> right, it was good. Yeah, I think it's a film I'll revisit a lot and will grow on me more. What a variety of opinion. I thought it was kind of like the kind of uh, quirky BBC movie my mom might watch late at night. 
No. Yeah. That's a misinterpretation of it. Cindy wishes. Is uh, like Mr. Bean adjacent? <laughs> yeah, <is it? laughs> Don't do Mr. Bean like that. Yeah, man. Man, Bethany. Mr. Bean's great. <laughs> Why? Hey, yes. hey, remember Mr. Bean was singing at church? Bethany, what was your favorite movie of the year? Well, I want to just preface it by saying, not a big diatribe, but I do want to preface it by saying, this choice was a deliberate choice to celebrate the triumph of something we've been missing for 10 years. Okay? Okay. So the movie I picked was Ticket to Paradise, finally a rom-com worthy of the early 2000s and 90s, and I'm here to celebrate it. Wait, that's the George Clooney, Julia Roberts. That's right. So it's their divorced couple yep. who go to their daughter's yep. uh, wet, yeah. like destination wedding, and they fall back in love with that's each other. That's it. That's it. There you go. I didn't and know what the was. That was the best rom com I've seen since like. Uh, I don't know if you saw a little movie a that came out form. called "Marry Me" with J Lo and Owen. Oh, I saw that. I saw, I that. saw that. I did see it. and It was bad. That's and that's like did a you like the, the Sandra Bullock movie with with Lost City. The guy that yeah, but it was too gooby. It was like um, what's those ones that everyone likes with Jack Black in it? They, they always say like, "Oh, it's so funny." Jumanji. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a jungle. Because it's in the jungle. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe's in it. He's it, a great bad guy. Like, so you, are you bad. saying that you enjoyed Ticket to Paradise because it's a return to form yes. of the, the classic rom-com? Yes. I really wanted to see it. Which I is why, and every person I talked to was like, it was just like, mmm, like I ate a good burger. So, because you're like just, because you're just yeah. feeling like we, didn't, we don't have this anymore. Right, because it's a response to movies like La La Land and The Worst Person in the World. Where right. it's just like, Because God, we've become dang. too cynical. Deconstructed rom coms. Yes, it's like so ridiculous. It's just like this was like feel good. I got everything I wanted out of it. Two beautiful people. Two wonderful hating people. Hating each other and realizing that they loved each other all along. I'm giving it to him, giving them my best spot because I'm here to celebrate what they did. That's great. <laughs> I appreciate that. I haven't seen it. I haven't even seen a trailer, but I appreciate that. All right, Abby. What's your favorite movie of 2022? And and tell us all the things you liked about it. Okay, well. Uh, I do have to clarify that everything, everywhere, all at once was not on my list because you forgot I you saw it. I forgot I saw it. Kay. It was not on my list of movies I saw, so that would have been on my list somewhere. Okay. Also, you have one that could have been nine or number two. Right. So there's a lot of variety. That's your list is almost quantum. It's, very it's like it's yeah. different every time you look at it. It, <laughs> it probably would be different tomorrow, but I did like that movie too. So just a little shout out. My number one, though, is Blonde. Whoa. Blonde, really? Mm -hmm. Even with the runtime. Even with the runtime. Did you watch it in one sitting? Yeah. Whoa, I'm very, very impressed. Yeah, it was haunting. It was just really sticky. A really interesting story. Tragic. Did you see Colin Farrell compliment Ana de Armas at the, Gol at the Golden Globes? Yeah, I loved that. Yeah, he said what? it made him cry. He yeah. said Blonde made him cry. Yeah. Yeah. He said he weeped all night. He was using up his speech. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he went to bed that night wept. and wept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoa. And he's like, and I'm not kidding. I actually did. Yeah. And I believe him. That's cool. Yeah. It was beautiful. The music was great. Her acting was superb. Yeah. She was great. In James really Bond. interesting story. James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. For 30 seconds. <laughs> That's my number one. She did do a fantastic job. She, and in fact, you know, the movie goes to great lengths to recreate these iconic Marilyn Monroe moments and visuals, 
And there are times where you're like, yeah, it's kind of freaky. It's like it actually looks like the photograph or right. the movie scene. And then it makes you feel like, oh, it was terrible. <laughs> this, yeah. this thing was terrible. Now, now, now these things have been tarnished. I guess I know why people were upset about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't take it away from them. Well, 2023's got movies coming out. Before we end real fast, uh, Mike, you got anything on your mind you're excited to see in 2023? Anything nope. you're looking forward to? Nope. Not a single freaking thing. Not a single. F- but you're going to see movies. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see. He was going on about Barbie just earlier. Well, yeah. Barbie was brought up, and I thought, oh, yeah. I do want to see that. He so, said, yes. oh, yeah. So, Barbie. Patrick, you looking forward to anything? Yeah. Last year, I picked The Batman as my number one, and then it didn't even make my list this year. So No, because it wasn't good. Yeah. This year, <laughs> my most anticipated is Creed 3. Yeah. Expected. That's yeah. on brand. That's my brand. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm excited. Michael about B. Jordan is going to direct. I know. I'll we'll see if he can do it. I'm really hopeful he can do it. He can do it all. But we'll see. Matt, what are you looking forward to? John Wick Chapter Four. Yeah, I love. I love those movies. I rewatched all three of them in the last two weeks because I was like, man, you know what? The, I know what I'm getting. The Halle Berry thing is still makes me mad because you can't less than even doesn't make sense. But other than that. I just I think they're amazing, and I think I'm excited for the Keanu Reeves assaults that we are living in. Yeah. Love him. Love Bethy him. loves John, John Wick movies. Mm. I do, love but I don't him. like Keanu. But you love those. He movies. love freaking love John Wick though. What did you do the Squarespace ads? Did your company do the Squarespace ads with no. with Keanu Reeves? No, that's not our client. Because no. he did those Squarespace ads that were really great, where he was on that motorcycle. He Are they great. as great as what you're looking forward to this year, Tyler? Uh, I'm really looking forward to a little movie called Cocaine Bear. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you know, that's going to be a good time. I'm thinking it's a bear that did some cocaine. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of cocaine. Do you know the story? Got, I know the story. Yeah. It's the most dangerous apex predator for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany, what are you I'm looking ready to forward see to? The movie. Um, I don't know of anything. I don't know of anything. I was at the movies and thought, I want to see that, that thing. But I can't remember what it was. I'm into Barbie. I'm definitely into... That new J-Lo, J-Lo rom-com that's coming out? I, I don't need J-Lo but in a rom-com. Bethany... And I'm into a John Wick 3. I don't four, know what Cocaine four. Bear is, No, not Cocaine Bear. Have you heard of Oppenheimer? No. It's a new Christopher Nolan film about the scientist who invented the nuclear bomb and became the destroyer of worlds. I have become death, the destroyer okay. of worlds. I mean, that I'm comes out that the same too. day. That comes out the same day as Barbie. So, Cillian Murphy is playing Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, uh, Barbie, or ba- oh. um, you know what though? There's something coming out for Valentine's Day, um, and I can't remember what it is, but I'm excited about that. Wow, a lot of specific facts here, Abby. What are you looking forward to in 2023? I'm really looking forward to Barbie. Um, and also, Bo is afraid. Ah, yeah. What? What is it? What'd you say? It's yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix oh, in yeah, the yeah. new Ari Aster horror movie. Oh yeah. I don't know anything about it, but yep. can he recreate the magic of his superb five-star debut, Hereditary, or will it be another like Midsummer? What was that? We'll wait and see. Somewhere in the middle. No, I know the sound. <laughs> what is that? What is that from? A game show? I don't know. It's just like stink, stink noise. Right. But it's like Nickelodeon. Yeah. I'm looking forward to a movie that I only found out about like a month ago or something called 65. It's a sci-fi movie in which Adam Driver lands on a planet that seems to be prehistoric Earth where there are dinosaurs. 
That so he has to survive. Rad. It's yeah, from it the writers of A Quiet Place, and it looks like a Whoa. sci-fi horror movie with Adam Driver and dinosaurs. That yeah, but what could be wrong with that? Are any of the dinosaurs doing cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> Well, what did you think? Were our list correct, incorrect? Are you with Team Matt and Tyler about Banshees of Inishirin or Team Everyone Else? Let us know where we went wrong or right by leaving a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com where you can also tell us your top 10 favorite movies of the year and let us know which movies we missed. You can also follow us on social media. Everything is at youhatemovies. But if you really want to be a true lover of you hate movies you can go to patreon.com slash you hate movies and for the price of a cup of coffee every month get bonus episodes straight into your ears 